welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. I'm Mother's Logic. And uh, I don't have a joke ready. And they always suck anyway, so let's uh, mm-hmm. let's shoot the shit a little bit. Uh, Amanda, this is going to be one of your last in-house podcasts, right? One of my last podcasts, yeah, man. So uh, this week I'm going on a national park extravaganza is what I'm going to call it. Because uh, mm-hmm. why not? Go big. I'm going to Grand Canyon in Zion and the Sequoia National Park. And... It's going to be a blast. I got one of my homies. Oh, sorry, Bobby. I got one of my homies from uh, that I grew up with from back in Michigan hanging out in the studio. Not on, but he's chilling. He's here. And so we're going to go together and travel through Arizona and Utah and then come back to San Diego briefly, but then drive up the coast to uh, the northern part of California and check out the sequoia trees and all that shit. So... It's going to be a great time. But yeah, the next time that I'm on the podcast, we'll be probably talking a little bit about like Grand Canyon, the desert, the desert magic, like Dune, yeah. you know, like Arrakis. How yeah. wildly different uh, you're going to go for something from like the, the desert national parks to the sequoias, which is like mm-hmm. the greenest of the green, you know? Oh, Are you going to Muir fun. Island or? Uh, Muir oh, Woods. Well, Muir I mean, Woods? Yeah, yeah. Well, the game plan is to go to Muir Woods at some point, too. The yeah. game plan, give yourself plenty of time. Because sometimes course. it's like... Yeah. Yeah. A long time to get in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's very true. Well, I'd like Dude, to go well. early, you know. Early bird gets the worm, I guess. And Or if you're just neurotic like me, then, yep, let's go do shit early when everybody's sleeping. Because I don't go. like people, so. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think that's like the tagline for the Digital Logic fucking Discord. It's like, I don't like people. I think it would be. But here we are together. Right. <laughs> be people. Ew. Come join me in the lobby, nerd. <laughs> I don't want to smell you. And Bobby, you're up to what? 95%? 98? Yeah, I'm pretty much back. Just, uh, still coughing some, but, um, pretty much there. Yeah, this is Bobby at his best right here, guys. Yeah. That's full energy. <laughs> He's back. Uh, well, He's we don't been have, booted up. Yeah, we don't have Christian with us here today, so we're on our own. So as people subscribe, I'm just going to shout it out. We got. One coming in here, recycled with forty-eight months. Damn, Damn. he's number one. Damn. He's yeah. the top Damn. number one in the lead. Forty-eight months. Nobody else even close. Remember, everybody, if you get to forty-nine months, we beat you up at DLGCon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about some video games on the radar, games that have come to our attention. I'm going to start it off with the Star Wars deck building game. This is not a video game. This is an actual card game. And you know I love that one, Star Wars the CCG from the 90s. I bored everybody with talking about that before, so I'll spare you this time. But this is a new one, and it's made by the uh, developer or the lead developer that made Marvel Champions the card game and the Lord of the Rings card game. I'm not familiar with those. Um, it's being developed by a uh, fantasy flight who has made a lot of star Wars tabletop games and, uh, it's coming out next year, 2023, and it's going to be competitive versus one to four, uh, four players, they say. So that'll be interesting. As much as I love that old one from the nineties, um, it is, it's got a very steep learning curve and it is, <clears throat> I don't think it's as streamlined as magic. So it's a lot more difficult for people to learn. And 
it's pretty disheartening too if you go in and play it uh you're, there's a website where you can still play it. They've got this really nice Unity engine they've built on this website where you can play with other people. Yeah, but you're playing against people who've never stopped playing. Yeah, exactly. Playing, it's one of those, it's like a Warcraft 3 situation. You're yeah. playing against people who've never stopped playing. And, uh, you know, they, they've expanded the life of the game and they've kind of fixed a lot of the exploits in it. But if you're just playing completely open, then you're just going to get crushed by some deck that, you know, somebody is engineered that just is, you know, unbeatable unless you have something specific that counters it. That's what's fun about these deck building games is because you don't have to go against somebody's pre-constructed deck. Everybody's drawing from the same pool of cards and every game is different. So, uh, if you've never played a deck building game, you generally, you'll like, you'll like, uh, have a giant deck in the middle or something and you'll all draw 15 cards or something like that. And then you'll start to make a deck out of that. And then as the game goes on, you get more cards or you have a selection of cards and you're just kind of like making it, trying to make your deck better while combating other people that are trying to do the same thing it's almost like an rts where like you're building up resources and stuff like that and trying to be better than everybody's competing competing for the same resources but you might start going because of your opening hand you might start go going into one direction i don't i don't know i've never seen playing any of their games but uh, i could see like maybe going down the jedi mind powers way would be one thing but just because of your opening hand not because of like that's the way you like to play you have to kind of go with what's going to ever going to try to get you the the win but that's what's great about these is because you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on cards to make a fucking sick ass deck like it's just it's almost like a board game that's a card game it's all mm-hmm. set up the, the thing cool. that they'll sell is uh like dlc packs so it'll just make the game denser yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 because a lot of those old card games it really just came down to who had the who could spend the most money and get the best cards and yeah. then they would win the games uh this one they have said that they're going to expand it with uh new decks new cards and it's going to be like a living breathing game uh that seems pretty ambitious like you're you're competing against magic the gathering and god i don't even know what other card games are out there hearthstone if you want to and and oh, Pokemon. That's people still one. play them yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a tough market to break into. Well, I, I feel this is more on the board game. Like I said, it's it's not a collectible card game. It's a game. It's more on the boards, board game side of things. You know, they're not competing with Magic. This is like a board game, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, this is like a, a thing in itself. I have one. If you guys ever want to play it, it's really fun. It's uh, you. There's like uh, five different factions of space uh, faring aliens or whatever, and you have to like start to collect the ships that you can get, but then you're, you're forced to play bases and the bases is what the other people attack. So it's like, you're trying to build your Starfleet up and attack other people's bases without losing your own. It's really interesting. It's really fun. Uh, Sam actually really liked this. She don't like games very well. It's cool. And I feel like hmm. if any, if any franchise is going to really compete, man, Star Wars is definitely going to, I think it has a really high chance of doing really well and competing, right? Really, what so. we need to look at is how how did their first two games do, the ones for Lord of the Rings? I wonder what their the reviews are on those. That's a good point. Because I haven't heard of them, so I don't And know. Marvel, yeah. yeah. Well, it's called Star Wars The Deck Building Game. I, I feel like the title could use a little work, but uh, yeah. coming <laughs> 2023. 
Can we get some Star Wars pizzazz in there? <laughs> There's so much Star Wars, though. It's almost like you have to be like, this is the one that has the this. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's so much shit out there. Mm-hmm. You need to really fucking uh, disseminate. How do you discern? Disseminate? Discern yourself? Discern. Differentiate, yeah. Differentiate, Differentiate yourself? yourself? Yeah. Thank you. I learned English uh, <laughs> second. <laughs> Uh, all right. It shows. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right. just keep saying titties. You're, you're Son of a You'll bitch. You know, it's, it's all right. You're always knows. hunting for the words, dude. It's fine. Uh, As you're hunting for the words, that's why you're part of the way of the hunter. So, dude, what that? What oh, is that game about? The way uh, of the hunter. Interesting enough, uh, I think this is a. Uh, I'm glad somebody make it. I'm not going to play it, but. It's definitely something for a lot of people out there. So it's a hunting simulator, but they, uh, according to the review that I had watched, um, shout out to, um, the, uh, what's his name? ACG guy. Um, he, it's, it's a, because he's also a hunter. He was the perfect guy to review this. He said it's, you know, almost exactly what it's like when you're out there. Um, you have to, track these animals you got to know when they rest you got to um get yourself in the right position for uh viewing then you track them down he said it's one of the most beautiful games he's ever played um and uh the game is teaching you about conservation and all that stuff too because if you're killing um because you you own this huge plot of land and you're trying to bring other hunters in so you're trying to get the population where you want so you can track the population of all these different animals and if you're killing young bucks before um breeding season you can see the graph and chart you're like that's going to significantly affect the um the offspring and how many there are and stuff like that so what you want to kill is the old bucks but of course that's the hardest thing to do because there's not a lot of them and they're smart as fuck because they've been around for a long time so um yeah and and there's all kinds of different things that you're hunting and i think uh you know they took like kind of like respectful respect for nature type approach approach for this not just a cabela's like fucking yeah you know fucking just zoom in on the heart and shoot as fast as you can you know (laughs) what i mean like a like every golf pro shop or whatever they always have that one fucking hunting game um but yeah i mean the graphics are great um he says you know it's one of those slow build-up things, like just like just hunting. Like hunting, yeah. You could be out there for fucking days and not even see anything, and uh, you just walk and walk and walk, and it's just this giant, giant it's about the area. Experience. Yeah, it's about the experience. Being in nature, I love that you could play with your friends and co-op, dude. That's pretty sweet. I actually played a few of the Cabela's games like back in the day, and yeah, they were always so kind of goofy. But that's really cool that you can. Like that they have this whole conservation element to this yeah. kind of game, you know, to really show you that everything really kind of is interconnected and that there really is a relationship between keeping certain populations in check, which is what can be cool and great about hunting. But then also, too, like it seems like they're capturing, at least just even from the trailer, like the whole element of just being in nature and mm-hmm. really enjoying and being a part of that. And I'd be excited for that with your friends. It comes out on August 16th, so in two days. So any hunters listening, uh, you know, get excited because, yeah, this looks pretty cool. Yeah. How much, like how much is this? Who, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, we, I, oh, $40. $40. I, think, <laughs> I think that's a steal. I thought it was going to be a $60 game, honestly. 
I don't know. For well, the like, level of graphics, I don't the know. The graphics do look nice, but when we first were watching it, man, there was like an elk that did like a really weird fucking movement. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if they move that way, but I'm not an elk pro. <laughs> we got too many deer in Michigan, not elk, so I don't know. Do they know. not glitch over trees in real life? Is that yeah, they glitch. You know what? It's actually just like Skyrim in a Bethesda game. You're going to see them running in a corner, then when you try and talk to them, they just turn and be like, oh, adventure. I didn't see you, and then go back to like running into the tree. <laughs> <laughs> So, Stop! No. You violated the law. <laughs> no, but forty dollars. I don't know that if this is like a super good game and fleshed out and like it's not a lot of bugs and you can play with co-op. Then yeah, I would agree that forty is a steal. If this really is a Cabela's game under a different name, though, like mm, I don't know. But it does look like just from the trailer too, with different guns and attachments and the um, customization that you would have in your hunting experience. I mean, yeah, it definitely looks like there's quite a lot more depth to this game than just a hunting yeah, game, which is cool. Yeah, 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 that's really cool. It's all about the lifestyle and shift. Yeah, I think it's cool. I feel like any, I feel like if anybody who is a hunter is playing this game, it's like that, that really typical joke about Germans. It's like, I work in a factory. I get home and then I play factory simulator. Yeah. <laughs> right. This one's like, I'm yeah. a hunter. When I get home, I play a hunting simulator. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they have to save up money and get or save up time off to go hunting. So in the meantime, this would be a fantastic game to play to hype yourself up for hunting season. You know, that might be the itch that it needs the or the scratch for the itch that you've got, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, you, what's going on with Google Earth? Man, that's been around for a long time. Oh, did you just, all right. Did you just play it for the first time? I just found out about it. Uh, oh, I think this it's is free, right? I, well, it's if it's what I'm thinking it is, it's it's like a lot of a lot of freeness. Where like, yeah, you you can see the whole street view, but there was some other ones that I saw that it's just at least when I tried playing this, it was really chunky. I did the de- uh, did the demo, oh. and I could have sworn like there is like an a total unlocked version that it costs a little bit of money, but I just didn't buy it. I played the demo, and the demo was like pretty chunky, but this is this is pretty cool that you can kind of fly around the Grand Canyon and explore a whole bunch of things, which, yeah, would just be amazing. So I'm excited and curious to like try this out, because I haven't yet. And basically what it is, is they take all of the power from Google satellites that you could use when you're looking at street view on Google Maps and puts you in VR so you can kind of experience these things almost like you are really there. You know, nothing will obviously capture like the greatness and just the vastness and beauty of a lot of these huge monuments but it's a pretty fucking cool way to see things or like i know for myself like with moving so much if i wanted to be in a neighborhood now i could literally walk the neighborhood in vr which would be really fucking cool to kind of get the feeling and the vibe right especially pixelated blurred out people that's (laughs) so realistic but (laughs) you're like i'm in this neighborhood with fast internet man this feels great yeah, exactly. But I thought it was super cool and maybe not everybody because I didn't know about this. So, I mean, like, yeah, I guess they've, yeah, like you said, they've had it out for a while. Yeah, but this I has didn't been out since VR, since the Vi- what was the first one? Since Oculus One, I think this has been out. This has been out for a long time. But uh, I played it recently when I just got the um, index. Uh, I played it up again. And yeah, it looks way better than it used to. And um, it's so interesting. Like, so you could go down on any city in the world. And be kind of, it's kind of like a, I don't like the controls, but you get to this view that's kind of like a Godzilla view where like you feel like this 300 per 300 foot being standing around this. And it looks like a model, like a model city. And you see the little cars moving and everything. It looks, 
looks surreal because it, it's not it's somewhat photorealistic but it, then it's also like cartoony at the same time and then you can go down the street view and then you get the actual you know the pictures from from um google driving around and taking pictures of the whole world but um also what you're i think there's paid content most of it is free you could go just go to um the google store and i mean the um uh in steam it's free on steam but there are paid tours that you can yeah like cities like you can go to paris and you could do like most of paris but then you could pay a little more and then you'll be able to go inside of certain buildings <laughs> and have a guided tour and or all this ruins stuff. like and i saw a good chunk of the ruins were what was like where there was money but to kind of go back a little bit on your scale where you're talking about like how you're big and it's almost like a paper model uh-huh. thing like recycled's putting in there that you can enable a realistic scale mm. so that way then uh-huh. like you really could go to the top of the tower and really uh, feel like you're dying when you jump off you know yeah. <laughs> that's your shit I, you could do that like it sounds very scary, but also very exciting. I love heights, so I would not mind that. But yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, they have the whole paid element where you can go in and actually visit certain landmarks and places to that. Or you can just like, yeah, fuck around and fly through the Badlands. Like, that sounds, sounds fun. I haven't checked it out, but I want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And for free. Most of it's free. Like, it's not something where you're like, oh, I need to pay money. Not at all. I mean, if you really want to get a nitty gritty, you can, but in general, you're getting this tremendous service for free. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Recycled while we were playing something else we'll talk about later. Mm. But he says a hundred, almost, he said pretty much a hundred percent of his gaming is VR now. Like he is on it all the time. I'm starting to move in that direction, dude. Yeah. Like I'm slowly moving in that direction myself because it's just like, it's just amazing. Like the technology and, how good it is at this point is still kind of blowing my mind. Like I really thought it was going to be so much shittier than it is. Like, Mm -hmm. and especially for something like the quest with the price tag that it's at, I mean, the, uh, the amount of things that you can do in VR, both educational and experience and gaming and fun and relaxing. Like, it's just, it's amazing. Like I said, like I said, the beginning when I got VR, I wish the human body wasn't so fucking limited because like I would plug me into the matrix, bitch. Like I wish I could, but I my body can't handle it. I'll get a headache and then I like get nauseous and I'm like, oh, I can't keep playing. This sucks. My body's failing me. I just want to play this for eight hours, which, you know, it's good. That's not healthy. You should not be. If you're listening to this right now and you're playing like 10 hours a day of VR, please stop. Like my God, like your poor eyes, your fucking eyeballs. Although, Don't burn your eyes out, please. You're probably getting more exercise than you would be if you're playing like wow for 10 hours yeah that's very true like i will play beat saber for some good cardio and then by the end of like oh playing every level on cyber i'm like fucking dead and my fitbit's being like wow way to go look at that aerobic <laughs> exercise so that is true but at, you know you need to remember to eat <laughs> and that like real life is real life i remember the first weekend when i got vr i almost started tripping out staring at my cats thinking i was like on some hallucinogens or something because i was just like you're not real this is all vr <laughs> it's like no this is actually reality not virtual reality <laughs> i actually have a story about this uh that i forgot my buddy so like i said one of my favorite things about vr is the whole party trick thing so mm-hmm. you know you see people that have never been on vr you throw them on vr and you know they blow their minds or whatever uh, scare the fuck out of them but um i was like hey because he's half half mexican half spanish and he grew up in spain so 
I plugged it in and fucking I put him on and I flew him to where he grew up. And this motherfucker started crying. Like, like he, he was just like, that's my grandpa's house right there. He's like, I used to run down this hill and just fucking lost it. Like it, it is crazy. Um, and then I've also like I, in Paris, I w- flew to all the places I've been in person. I was like, why the fuck am I actually going to go there now? I can, <laughs> like, it's so close to actually what it is. Obviously, that's not true, but you get a sense for the place and the sense for the scale as well. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's fucking awesome. So that's Google Earth VR. You should check yep. it out if you haven't yet. That's why I put it on my radar is because I haven't checked it out yet and it looks like an awesome tool or just a fun-ass time. Yeah. It's like, it's like that Star Wars quote. You get to vi- you get to fucking whatever city, and you're like, just like the simulations. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. But uh, what's next? Immortal Empires? What's that? Yes. So finally, this thing is coming. Uh, after year, I mean, I shouldn't say years. After months of waiting, uh, Total War is getting their final piece of their puzzle, which is the biggest piece. It's like all the pieces essentially. Um, this is where all three games are combining to make one huge giant map and it's coming out officially on the 23rd. Mm. Um, they've announced four new characters that you can, you know, buy, but the actual immortal empires is free for anyone who owns all three games. Um, they've redone a bunch of the, um, factions, leaders, and like heroes, and now the game is just like it's what you way wanted, more right? Customizable as well because you can adjust like how short the game is or how long it is. And uh, people who are playtesting it saying it's like the final evolution of Total War. Like any, like no historical Total War will be able to stand up to this unless they do something like insane. Hmm. And then, like, I remember you were talking about Total War coming out forever, and then it came out, and then you were like, nope, I'm not going to play it until this comes out, right? This is exactly. what you were really waiting for. Yeah, because what this what this is, is like, imagine only getting an appetizer when you go to dinner, and, like, you're waiting for your steak dinner, and you're like, I was promised this two hours ago. Where the fuck is it? And- is there internet fucked? Oh. Is that what's going on? No, I think it's actually our computer. Uh-oh. <laughs> this thing, this computer is pretty damn old and uh, kind of su- surprised it's uh, survived as long as it did. Do you want to cut right here? Or something. I just didn't want to do it with the limited amount of stuff that I had. Gotcha. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're having technical difficulties over here, dude. Sorry. We lost Are you, you disconnecting, a... too? Because I'm disconnecting. <clears throat> yeah, we lost you for a moment there. But that's... Ah, fuck. That's okay. <laughs> well, just know that Nick's happy for once. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something other than uh, Warhammer, right? Causing it? <laughs> no. No, it's actually Warhammer. No, it is Warhammer. It is Warhammer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she, she, she wasn't even on board that far, dude. She didn't oh, even know the hell, what the fuck you were talking about. It's Immortal Empires. Um, yeah. but All right. So how much is this for people who don't own the first all three games? So there's going to be like a huge sale where essentially all three games are going to be, I think, $75, which for all three games is pretty insane. Um, there is a thing on Game Pass where you can get the third game for free, 
but you can buy the first two. Um, so dude, what yeah, the fuck, it, dude. They, they've already announced that they're going to try to make it accessible to everybody without like absolutely giving it away to people who don't own all three games. Is this is like a big deal. Is it like a fucking continent? Could- yeah. So, uh, the, the map is so big that they have to put in teleportation like abilities or like these things called sea lanes. But yeah, there, there are continents all over it. It's kind of shaped like the actual world. Just more mythical, I guess you can say. Cool. Um, when, it's, what, are you playing this already, or when is this? 23rd. 23rd, yeah. They, they've they announced... So they had like a, a kibosh on anybody talking about it until Friday, and then they, they're doing this tournament, and the tournament's done now. But like they've explained all this stuff that's coming to the game, and people are just like, I'm ready to play this again, so... I mean, as am I. Cool, man. I'm glad that you're finally getting what you want. And finally get me off of fucking Tarkov, that's for sure, though. Speaking of that, I might enter into that, dude. Not even kidding. Like, I bought Tarkov. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I did. Uh, well, I'm about to go to um, afternoon shift, right? So I'm about to start working at 6 p.m. And all of my homies, uh, my Texans that I play shooters with, like, they all are, they're deep into Tarkov. Like, they play it all day, every day. Every time I look at that Discord, there's, like, 10 fucking people streaming mm. their screen, showing their screen where they're at in Tarkov. And so that way, then they're all playing Tarkov. And I'm like get a major FOMO and I'm like oh, I want to play with my friends <laughs> I want to shoot shit <laughs> I why shoot, can't I I want to shoot a scav <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to shoot a PMC yeah so I, uh, yeah I, I got it and now I'm on a good like schedule because I work so late it would make me actually on a really good schedule to play Tarkov with them before I work so yeah. I think I will actually be able to put in some time so coming nearest to you too much fucking Tarkov talk. That's something to really look forward to. I know y'all love it. Lo- you love when people repeat the same shit all over and over again, right? So, you know, yeah, especially Warhammer, right? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked about Warhammer in like three fucking weeks, right, four weeks. I know. Given that you're going back to Warhammer, now I'll bring back the Tarkov. I got you, Nick. <laughs> Hell yeah, son. Someone's yeah. got to take the reins. Yeah. Uh, next up, I have something I think Bobby and me would probably, I think, really enjoy. Uh, Circus Electric, Bobby. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Circus Electric. Ooh, Electric. Uh, yeah. So electric. this is a kind of like a darkest dungeon type, uh, game where the whole world got turned into circus. Um, everybody got ter- turned into circus, like, uh, stuff you know like the strong man and all that stuff circus theme things the whole world did and uh you i think you play as the actual circus people and you're like fighting against all the uh fakes out there and uh so has a lot of interesting mechanics going on uh with it it has not not the what was it called in um darkest dungeon bobby when people went crazy Uh, stress yeah stress or that's what oh, yeah, it was. Stress no, was, <clears throat> it was called something else. Stress was caused by something else, wasn't it? I think it was just called stress. Oh, okay. Either way, um, there, there's that, but there's like some kind of variant on that. But it's also a deck building game as well. So um, you're getting cards and modifying your 
uh, players, your characters, uh, abilities, uh, as you play through, um, trying to maximize their abilities for, you know, to progress through the game. Um, so you have your standard darkest dungeon lineup where like there's your four characters and the enemy four characters. But then whenever two of them interact, um, when you attack or they attack you, it, brings them to the forefront so you could fully see the animation because you could tell that they really uh did a lot of work on this stuff uh it looks really great um kind of like i don't know 1920s kind of circus situation um but i like the vibe of it i like um when i was watching the videos i was uh digging the music um the whole thing man oh and then there's performances you have to actually go into the circus and like put on good performances and it has this all this whole other uh side game that you play with your cards so um your characters that you get will have random um tendencies stuff like that like one guy might be afraid of fire so you can't put him after a fire act or stuff like what? that so so it has this whole <laughs> uh, puzzle game going on as, as on top of all of that oh, it wow. seems like pretty ambitious but uh it looks like they're gonna i mean it looks great to me already and then um it's only there's the the concept is good it's theirs to fuck up at this point because it, it already looks halfway there I mean, yeah, the mechanics and like the fluidity of how this game is flowing, just even in the trailer, looks amazing. Yeah. Like from the combat to a cinematic scene to like all of a sudden, then you're seeing these like newspaper clippings of like the vicious man was vicious. Like it's, <laughs> I love how they transitioned into that, you know, and then like the skills and like the different like your inventory and things like like it looks really nice and well made. It looks like whoever coded and designed this did a fantastic job. But I mean, we'll see when it gets released right yeah. it's released on september 6th so it's coming up but this looks yeah this looks really promising so far bobby uh can you click on zen studio so we can see what else they've made i want to say they've made a couple good games uh but i might be wrong pinball oh the pinball effects people Look at, that's actually wow. a really good game i like that no <laughs> i like it i like games. it too yeah the game itself is free pinball fx3 but then you pay um, for the boards yeah you you buy the, the DLC. different types of games yeah. Star Wars ones are Have they good. made anything else? Is it just pinball effects? Shitload of pinball. Kickbeat. Steam Castle Edition. Storm. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, Castle Storm was a good game. So... It seems promising. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Operantia, Operantia, The Stolen Sun. I played that one. I didn't beat it. So that was... <clears throat> are they really the developer? Yeah, Zen Studios. Oh, okay. This was that uh, uh, grid-based RPG game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like that one. I, I like all those ones. I didn't finish that one though, so I oh. guess I didn't like it that much. Mm. Cool. Well, how much is uh, the Circus Electric when it comes out? Did it say anything about its uh, price? It didn't have a price. Did not have a price. Yeah. But September six. Yeah, it looks super promising. Yeah, I'm I'm looking nice. forward to that one for sure. Yeah. Uh, I also have Tiny Tactics. It's a um, it is a tower defense game where you. Uh, I, I, this is a new terminology to me. It's a maze, maze, um, Tower one defense? where you're making the maze for the mobs to go through, you know, mm -hmm. so you're building the, the, the walls. Tower defense? Yeah, it's tower defense, but, uh, tower defense, a lot of, a lot of the games, they are, the 
the tracks are already chosen for you and you're modifying to them. This, you're making the maze for them, trying to make it as complex as you can. But look at what you're making. You're not towers. You're little dudes. You see those little, like, there's like a wizard. Like frogs? Like what? No, no. Those are the bad guys. Oh. Uh, zoom, make it bigger, Bobby. And you could tell. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of games have done that. Yeah. Like balloons, Go Home Dinosaurs, like a lot of tower defense games actually put characters there. Characters instead of towers, instead of towers yeah. yeah. Um, these are pretty fleshed out, though. I thought the animations and stuff looked pretty cool. Uh, but also, they take uh, a lot of um, the way the... I'm not sure. They said they took a lot of influences from the... Um, what do you call it, uh, Nick? The type of game where... Like, um, what do you call it? When, when the MOBAs took it and they like dialed it down and just to battling. Do you know what I'm talking auto about? Chess? Auto chess. Auto chess. Yeah, auto chess. Oh, oh, yeah, auto chess. Yeah, so it has a lot of auto chess um, stuff. But I don't know what that means because I never played auto chess. So that's how they do something in there. It's like auto chess so- themed. Auto chess, essentially, like if you're, if I'm think, if I'm thinking like what you're trying to, the way you're trying to put it is that not your, your upgrades are not always the same. They're essentially random and you can choose from a pool of them. Mm. That's probably that's what, what it is. That sounds like to. it would fit something like this pretty, pretty well. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. I think it looks super cool. Yep. Yeah. Already so, out. Nice. It's only 10 bucks. Not bad. Not no, why bad. not? Something else, that's the, uh, something else, sorry, that seems uh, not that bad is a weird hat <laughs> fight. So you apparently fight your friends with weird hats. I know. Amazing concept. Uh, it's super, it, it, you wouldn't have been able to tell that from the name. I get it. But so anyway, it's essentially like a brawler. It's a brawler fight party game where you use magical hats to fight your friends to the death. It is, uh, I believe it's, uh, it's free. It came out on May 16th and it just looks like a goofy, like fun way to beat the shit out of your friends. And I'm, I'm such a fan of that. That's fantastic. Like this seems somewhat like a, um, earth falls flat kind of like goofy physics with it, you mm-hmm. know, but you're pushing each other off and beating the shit out of each other using <laughs> weird hats and magical things, which it just sounds like a fun game night game. And I'd love to check it out and play with a whole bunch of people. Cause yeah. Just seems silly. How much is it? Uh, I thought I saw that it was free. That you're gonna want it. Yeah, it's free. Uh, is it the best game night. You're games? probably gonna want to play a controller, but yeah, it's the best where you could have multiple people all playing. I think I saw that it was four people. I'm not too <laughs> sure what the limit is, but um, looks like Game Beast a lot, like Hang Beast, but um, it's. Free. I was about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's. I see four players local, so yeah, you can play with your some some of your friends and some goofy weird hat fighting. I don't know if Steam Co Couch Co op um, works for multiple people. Do you guys know, Bobby? No clue. What do you mean works for multiple people? Yeah, um, like four people. Can you when you're playing Steam Couch Co op mode? Can you invite or, three other people? Yeah, can you invite three other people? Yes, yes, yeah? yes, yes. We played uh, me, Leslie, and one of our D and D friends. We played uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Oh, okay, with three players. And we, it, yeah, so it's three players. Wait, but Fuck. where was Leslie though? Was she on your screen? No. So the way it worked is that it was it was interesting. So I had to create the lobby, then invite Leslie, and then I had to invite our friend without Leslie accepting it. And then once once both invites were out, they could both click connect, and then the game detected Leslie's PlayStation remote as its separate remote, and so everybody had their own controls. Hmm. Cool. 
Oh, speaking was, of controls, we made and, it work. And uh, and Steam, you can so Steam now fully accepts the uh, PS5 DualSense controller. Uh, it's just one of the presets that you can click on now. So even though Windows won't accept it and you won't be able to play other games, Steam has full support for it now. Uh, that doesn't mean that you're going to get the DualSense like. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, force Features. feedback and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some games do have that. Um, but you know, that's going above and beyond for a, a, a PC developer to do that. So only a does few that, of them have that. Does that work automatically or do you have to set that up in the settings? You have to set it up. Yeah. So, um, it's because when you, when you add your controller to your PC, it just comes up as uh, wireless controller. And so yes. you have to go into your steam settings. It's super easy. You go into the big picture mode, go into the, um, controller settings and be like, what default do you want to put? And right now I have that and I have two pro controllers control and it, it detects them all and everything is fantastic. No problems. Love it. Hmm. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's good all right. Well, let's roll right into highlights games that we have played this week. I'll start it off with vampire survivors. So again, thank you to white, but still hip who bought this game for me, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. I just saw that it, it went on game pass too. So you could have saved you three bucks, <laughs> uh, yeah. but then Bobby would have never played it though. So, no, yeah. no, I have game pass for another week and a half. I think, I don't know. It's about to run out. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so Emilio, you played this a while ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, have fun with it. I, I feel like you undersold it, though. You said it was all right, and you didn't have much to say about it. I really enjoyed it. Um, apparently, oh, other dude. people did too. I didn't. He like loved it. it. I, I was bored by it, but yeah, yeah. yeah you you loved it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I remember you loved it. Oh. You loved it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it, man. It's a, I mean, it's a very simple game, and there must be other games out there that have already done this. Well, there's clones now, yeah. Yeah, there's well, yeah, there's, there's mobile now. clones, dude. There's yeah. so much it's shit blowing now. up. Like, you actually. can't go anywhere yeah. with It's almost like a genre shit. now. Yeah, it's almost like an idle game, but not quite. So your character auto-attacks, and then you just move the character around. That's all you really do is move the character around, and then you collect um, like a currency, and then you get upgrades and then he does more attacks or he gets more defense um so it's really in the strategy i feel like they've really boiled down this uh idea that kind of like a diablo game um like a, a dungeon crawler almost they've really boiled it down to the basics and uh made it really fun to play and it's a roguelike so you you know you have a run you end it if you get to 30 minutes you just win like well these wizards come out and they kind of auto kill you if they they get a hold of you the devil comes out yeah, yeah but um i i thought it was great of course you, you play around you earn some um currency that you can spend in a store to get permanent upgrades or unlock new characters but you can also progress through different levels so if you make it far enough in each level then it opens up a new map and the maps are different some of them are very vertical some of them are uh horizontal um some of them have more objects in them that you have to go around but i i really enjoyed it i got hooked on it for uh many hours like i I was just gonna check it out and then like four hours later i'm like oh man what am i doing (laughs) um what what i think the graphics are not as bad as i thought they were so watching it on uh the steam page and you know seeing the screenshots it looked like you know pretty crummy eight eight bit graphics i mean it's not great Either way, no, no. no. I mean, it's not but, spectacular, no. but it was actually, it looked better when I, when I played it. Um, but what really impressed me was the soundtrack. The soundtrack is, is really good, but it's really authentic. It, this game 
kind of puts itself out there as like a Nintendo game, like the best Nintendo game you would have ever played as a kid. You know, if this would have come out on Super Nintendo or Nintendo in the 90s, it would have blown all our minds. I agree. But um, yeah. But the soundtrack just sounds so of that era. It like, sound, uh, I don't know how they sounds got like it. sounds like a Castlevania contract. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like Castlevania. And yeah. the, the game's got that kind of theme to it. But uh, usually, you know, chip tunes, you can, it, it, they're not hard to do, but it's hard to do, right? And a lot of games use that type of sound. And, you know, they, they aren't that great or they just sound like a modern take. But this really sounded like, I was playing a Nintendo game in the nineties. Like it just really nailed it on the soundtrack. Um, for three bucks, it, this is an incredible steal. I, or free on Game Pass. Yeah, free on Game Pass. It's worth buying though, because you never know what's going to happen to, uh, the Game Pass games, I guess, for three bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it would be nice if you could, um, exit out of a, a run and then pick up right back in the middle of that run. But unfortunately, if you do close out of your game, it's going to just end that run. Um, that sucks. It, it doesn't sound like you're asking for much either for a game like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. a safe state type thing. Yeah. I, I can't be too hard because some of the runs are really quick and it is nice to have a pick up and go game and something you can put down real quick. Um, that That's what I really appreciate about this type of game compared to something like Diablo that just demands your entire life and all your time. But it, it would be because if you have a really good run, you're going to the end, which is yeah. 30 minutes. You're not going to put it away. You're not, yeah. gonna, I'm going to be late for work if I'm having a good run. Yeah. So you kind of got to go with it or yeah. just leave it on. So, uh, Bobby, did you, so you beat the game, obviously. You know that when you got to 30 minutes, you did it once. Well, yeah, but... You beat it, a, a level, let's say. Yeah, I'm on the third or fourth... I'm on the dairy farm. There which, wasn't even... The, there was only two maps when I played. Okay. But um, what I was going to say is, uh, obviously, you've probably known this now. If you continuously get the same ability over and over, it, it morphs into a, a super version of itself. Have you done yeah, that? Yeah, if you press escape, it shows you what the combinations are. Oh, so, I didn't even know that either. Yeah, yeah. If it, when you collect these <laughs> items and you upgrade them, um, it'll show you what, like, if you get the whip and the, the health upgrade, uh -huh. then it gets, uh, you, you get this super strong life stealing whip. See, that's all new to me. I yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've made a lot you of should changes. Revisit, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's worth checking out. Um, it, it's a great game. Highly recommend Vampire I was like, this looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, the graphics are rough, dude, on this thing. But yeah, it's almost like a new genre. Uh, What's funny is that there's people that like like developers on mobile that are making this game, and they're like, "Look how good our graphics are." I'm like, "It still looks like shit." <laughs> yeah, I, so I've played two of the clones already. I haven't talked about them on here yet. Uh, one of them, I actually because one I returned because I didn't like it, but the second one I haven't played enough to uh, to really talk about it yet. But I'm going to continue to play it. Um, basically though, I'll, I'll go into it really quick. Um, you are the king and you're in the middle and you have four, uh, little dudes that protect you. Same concept. You walk around, but you have an extra thing that you have, you can do. You can conscript the guys to protect you. You're like, Oh, I need another ranger or I need another paladin, but then also you can spin them. So you can all try to get hmm. the paladin always facing the bad guys right or your tank and the healer in the back but they're attacking you from all rank 
all different ways. Anyway, it's also overwhelmingly positive. I just haven't played enough to, uh, to like really talk about it, but I, I will. Uh, I have two things that are not on my list and I want to talk to him before I forget. Uh, Bobby uh, talking about sitting down and then it's four hours later. Last mm-hmm. night, I'm like, I want to shoot stuff. I haven't shot stuff in a while. Oh, I've been you playing. and a shooter? Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing Final oh. Fantasy, right? So uh, I downloaded fucking Team Fortress 2, and okay. I played that shit for four and a half hours, dude. It was like 2.30 in the morning, dude. This game does not quit. It is so good. And, I, um, you know, back in the day or last time that I played this heavily, I had my list of, like, good servers that you could count on that are moderated well, and there wasn't fucking cheaters and stuff. And... I feel like it's in a good spot. There was cheaters, but they were kicked out right away. Um, people left, but then it was fucking filled up with new people right away. Um, mm-hmm. A bunch of half the people would leave and then it would auto balance right away. Just like it just worked. Um, and for games like this, you know, when you're talking about like an online shooter, you're talking about a lot of times the most hateful, shitty people. Everybody was oh, nice. Yeah. Everybody's giving each other compliments. There occasionally there was a fucking bullshit, but like in general, like everybody was having a great time, man. I, That's not a real shooter, then. It's the best goddamn <laughs> game. <laughs> That's ever. not real. It's so fun. I can't believe it's only very part, part of what makes a shooter a shooter is the shitty toxic community. What are you talking about? You weren't playing a shooter. No. It's the extreme Fuck racism it. and yeah, and man. sexism. Terrible sexism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't say I'm in for, well, yeah, Team Fortress good is good. Duh. It's always, it's a classic. It's a classic. Right? It's a classic <laughs> yeah. at this point. It's yeah. a lick list. Nice. Yeah. I think the last time I played it was about a year ago. I, I do get back into this game every now and then. Oh, and by the way, it always it, delivers straight to the top again. Like, what are these kids <laughs> doing? What it, they have no idea. Like, I was on the top. Like, I'm like, if I'm the best one after not playing for years, <laughs> what, who are you? It's like riding kids. a bike, man. You don't, yeah. although I don't know. We played together a few times and, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we had a little off, rough time. Bobby's like, you suck ass compared <laughs> to me. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what happens when you play the medic. You just kind of like, oh, not healing this guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it does happen. <laughs> Let him go. Sure. <laughs> well, something else that I think is like super classic is the concept of miniature golf, man. Like everybody plays it. It's everywhere. You love it. And, uh, it's no surprise that putting mini golf in a VR setting is just fucking golden. It's fantastic. Emilio and I played a bunch of the walkabout mini golf. Like we said we did. We're working on Emilio following through and we, yeah, fucking we are. did. And we were playing with Recycled, which um, Recycled posted in our Discord uh, a bit of our gameplay, some highlights of it. So if you haven't checked out the Discord yet, you really got to, which you can find that on our website at dlgaming.net. You can find where their Patreon is. You can give us money if you love listening to us. We hope you do, but you you know, you don't have to. I'm glad that you're here. Um, but that's where you can find the link to our Discord, and that is where you can find all the stuff. But with Walkabout Mini Golf, this game... Fuck, this was great. It's so good. <laughs> this is so it's good. so good. So, uh, so, it's not like, oh my god, I had the best time in my life this is the best thing i've ever done in my no but i was chilling with my friends and talking about whatever just came up because you don't need to talk a lot to fucking play mini golf yeah so you're just shooting the shit it's like sitting at a bar because everybody's just kind of like whatever you're doing and you're just fucking putzing around and chilling like 
the maybe the best hang I've in a game ever because the game itself is so casual, but then there's also things to keep you uh, not distracted, but like. On your toes. Occupied. Yeah. 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 Occupied. Um, if, you know, you just took your turn and, cause a lot of times you'll, you'll, you'll watch the other players play because you, there's a fucking spiders getting crazy mm-hmm. over there. Um, you'll, uh, you'll watch the other players play cause you want to learn the map or any tricks they might do or, or maybe, maybe where somebody fucks up and somebody, doesn't fuck up whatever you're trying to learn the course but if you already know the course or you already landed your hole you got a bunch of time to kill so you have multiple like things you can do yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i found my well he found me while i was fucking play PR. <laughs> just such a wild wild feeling when you got an animal that touches your feet while you're trying to golf you're like, and you could tell me, i'm busy <laughs> and i could when i saw you you're like your head lowered yeah. And you were doing a bunch of like cutesy moves. And I'm like, sword. oh, she, yeah, she's fucking looking and finding her cat. Like yeah. you could tell, even though it's just a floating head, you can tell what people are doing a lot of the mm-hmm. times. Yeah, we can tell when That's Recycled funny. was adjusting stuff from like his LIV of like streaming and things like that. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> I thought it was really funny when you put the golf up to your head and you're like, hey, is the golf club going through my head? And it was. <laughs> So there's like all these really fun, goofy moments, you know, like you can be Mary Poppins at the end of every single hole if you wanted to, which is what I did. Because if you hold if you hold the joystick up while you're holding your golf club up, it will start to vibrate and then you will literally fly. You start like, flying. You start flying what? and you can fly around the course and explore things because they have all these hidden golf balls that you can collect. That the they, game you can is also with. an Easter egg hunt. It is. The entire time. Almost every That's hole has a rad. hidden ball somewhere. And then mm-hmm. once you find that ball and you suck it up with your ball sucker, you it's now in your ball collection. And then, yeah, and then you have that, that decorated ball forever. Yeah, there's a lot of balls and <laughs> holes joke. Like, a lot. There's so many balls. I, you know what? Just get into it. Have fun with it. Take, accept all the balls. It's great. Cause there's <laughs> going to be balls bouncing everywhere because that's what you're walking about and doing. You're walking about and playing with balls. And it's, yeah, this game is great. I, I highly recommend this with, especially with VR. It's it has fun. All the balls and all the holes. All the balls, all the holes, all the sexual innuendos, good time hanging out with all of your friends and your buddies, just feeling like you're actually playing mini golf with each other. I felt like I was really cool. Physically there with you guys. Yeah, I felt so too. And I felt like it was, it was really accurate, both in like what we were all doing, our movements. You could really tell what everybody was doing. And then additionally too, like actually hitting the ball in certain angles. There's a lot of settings that you can adjust and customize as well, which is super helpful because like for me, I found that I was like man i am really whacking this ball and it's just like like it's not even fucking going far at all and then i realized like i had to change the settings to actually like increase the power john also had to do that too yeah so like i was just like tap it woo there it goes (laughs) like so i mean you just you got to adjust the settings a little bit like to kind of figure out what works with you but otherwise it nailed it yeah emilio and i did we did the space station as the first one which was hard like a lot of it was hard there was one where you had to I think you bounced off of the actual space station itself yeah. and then landed into the hole. It was you're not like, supposed to, cra- you're not supposed to, but it was crazy. It was yeah. awesome. And then we did like a Arizona, like, I love how you put it as like a heroin retreat, dude. Cause it was, <laughs> it Sedona. was so a Sedona yeah. tree, you know, cause it was, it was so like the music was That's so even keel yeah. and the music was so soothing. And like, you're in this whole like Canyon area and I'm just like, okay, where's the lady selling me crystals that she got from Southern America? 
Africa, you know, like yeah. that's what I was <laughs> like, all- yeah, like where's all the healing Reiki shrines and shit? Like, yeah, like that's that is what it felt like, but it was cool. Then we did like the Candyland. Well, I don't think it was called Candyland. It reminded me of Candyland, Candy though. Land. The border, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like the board game of Candyland, and that was awesome. Descript Sweets Land. Yeah, it kind of was though, and then we saw some unicorn poop and like some things together, dude, and it was great. Like it's such a good time with your friends. This I couldn't recommend this game enough, man. I loved this game. Yeah. And I think it was like $15 for the DLC with all a whole bunch of maps, which, I mean, you can decide for yourself, but I do feel like with how much promise there is in this game, especially if you can get a bunch of buddies together to play VR and just like hang out with each other. But in this setting, that is really where it's such a great way to enjoy it. And there's definitely people that are going to be like hardcore golfers, but I think that they would enjoy this as well because the different holes and stuff were challenging. Some of them were really tough and really good, you know, so it's a nice mix. And it's what I think it's spot on, dude. Like if you're off and you're like, like I, 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 sh- I shanked that to the right a little bit. Yep. You shanked it to the right a mm-hmm. little bit. And you, you have a feel for it. And days, no offense. She was off. Like oh, she terrible. was always, she was always <laughs> hitting like different ways. I, and I was curve. watching her putter and I always knew which way she was going the wrong way. I was like, Oh, she's angled the wrong way. And she would hit it. the, the So it is calibrated perfectly like the angles. And I'm like, that is so impressive, man. It's just my long club has a natural curve to the <laughs> left. It's yeah. so, like it always curves. A gentleman's curve. <laughs> it's a gentleman's curve. She, so, That's what I have. <laughs> funny enough, um, you kind of get fatigued playing. I got fatigued mm, yeah. playing this. Um, it's weird because just standing around in your kitchen with your shoes off, um, I don't, for some reason, like my legs were getting tired and numb. They're getting numb is what it was. So I had to like stretch and then they started playing on her. She sat, I down. sat down. I wanted to see what it was like sitting down. So it was uh, really cause... weird because her head was at crotch area like all the time. And you <laughs> you start every hole at the same fucking hole. So I'm like, I got to keep moving away from days. And it was funny too, because like if I was resting my um, controls, like my hand controls on my knees, the way that it was on there, it like angled up. So I'd imagine that I was just like a head at crotch level with like a golf club just diagonally up in the air. It's pretty much <laughs> <weird. Yeah. laughs> like, it just a weird view. But you know, I found that uh, playing the game sitting down while it naturally feels more realistic and kind of better to stand because that is how you would actually play mini golf. Like I didn't find it to be too hindering or too weird to sit down and play. Like in some ways I'm thankful I did it because it was a nice break for my feet. I think I did play like a lot of beat saber though, before I played with you guys. Cause I, I have I, no usually, excuses. I, I usually, sat around yeah. all day and I still like, I got fatigued. No, I, t- I typically play a lot of Beat Saber and kind of purposely make myself like, I'm I'm coming for you, JP Diddy. I'm going to beat you at like expert level of shit. I'm working hard. I'm lev- I'm leveling up on my difficulty with Beat Saber for, for you, buddy. This is a direct call out to you. But anyway, yeah, with Walkabout Mini Golf, like, uh, yeah, I felt that sitting down was actually fine and cool, too. So if that's a better way that you'd want to play, you should definitely do it. <laughs> it's so funny. But it is weird. You are at crotch level. Yeah. And yeah. everybody will comment on that. So. <laughs> and your your putter your putter shrinks and grows depending on where you're at. Perfectly. I had a baby like, putter when I was sitting. It was, it was a like, little tiny was, putter. Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> and my accuracy was so much better. No gentleman's curve. Yeah, yeah. That's what I needed to do. I needed to make it smaller. If it's too long, then it curves. That's the problem, right? <laughs> this is nonstop yeah. sexual endurance. It's the great. Time. It's so good. It's so um, good time. I mean, is it so? I guess the real question is: Is it better than real life 
mini golf. I, I would think say so. so. Yes. Yeah. yeah for, nice. for multiple reasons. Can, so look, check it you out. You can play naked. You can drink as much as you want. Yeah. You can fly, right? So you're flying and you're looking for these fucking, you're playing, yeah, can you play, can you fly in real life, dude? No, but like, <laughs> no. you're looking for these Easter eggs. And then as soon as it's your turn, you just hit one button. And not only does it take you back to where you need to be, but it squares you up and you're already ready to putt. Yep. Like you don't have to walk and put your, no, it's already 45 degree angle. There's the ball. There's the hole. You're good to go. Just one button. Boom. Anytime. No matter how much Easter egg hunting you're doing, flying through the cosmos, one button, boom, you're right back. And then there's a chime that lets you know, like, bring. You say, oh, it's your mm-hmm. turn. And you go right back. There's that. There's the, there's a button where you click it and you become a, again, this like Godzilla sized thing. And you can see the whole place and you can, you know, it looks like a little model, but you can see the other players walking around on there and you can zoom in and you can teleport to any hole on the, on the map. It's, it's fucking awesome. This game is really wow. incredible. Yeah, it's really um, incredible. I can't remember how much I paid for it because I think I got it on the uh, Steam sale when they had their little VR fun sale. But it is $15 and that is a so fucking worth That's it. A steal. That is um, a steal. Fuck mini golf courses. You hear it here yeah. first. Fuck the real courses. Yeah. Get walk about mini golf and live your life in VR with your friends playing mini golf. You're like, so, but spend three thousand dollars on a on a VR situation. <laughs> well, okay, you don't have to. Like, you don't have to. Quest is pretty. Well, I was going to ask you, Dave. But... Do you ever have the Quest do the processing? Do you ever play like um, cord free? Yeah. You... So um, right now, I have it set up set up through the AirLink, right? And so I try to go cord, but actually, my USB C cord on my computer's kind of dying i think as an actual port Mm. it's it keeps shorting out Mm. so it isn't always as well connected so i can't rely on that as an actual connection to my steam vr so a lot of it's through like the wireless uh air link but the wireless air link though what's doing the processing the your laptop it's still the laptop but what i was getting at is that um so embarrassingly i got frustrated enough with the figuring out how to do the modded beat saber that i bought beat saber on oculus or on the that's on the fine. quest yeah. on the quest itself and then modded and that so and then modded that and that's kind of what's working better is doing it that way yeah. like through the quest and stuff and so i play beat saber through the processing and it's not as good as my laptop yeah, i, I, I actually prefer it with the laptop even though my poor yeah. laptop is like what are you doing to me every time i play <laughs> vr it's fine baby's still kicking dude she's doing Great. Has way more horsepower. <laughs> she's got way place. more. Yeah, she's got way more horsepower. Even when she's dying and loud and making it very clear that she is mad at me for loving VR, and I'm just like, it's okay, baby. I'm gonna run you into the ground while you do that. It's fine. <laughs> La- last thing it's on great. this, um, the way the DLC works is mm-hmm. every level is three dollars, which is totally worth it because it takes about an hour, days. Or yeah, but I half think, an hour, dude, I think minutes? you can pay like fifteen dollars to get like no, ten, but, or it's a it's a shitload yeah. of maps for. Yeah, like, you just get almost bundle. all of them except yeah. for the new one. So, uh, so yeah. I uh, they come in packs, I guess. So they'll do ten, and then they'll sell ten or whatever. But it's not like I just wanted people not to think that you pay thirteen dollars and you get them all forever. That's not how it works. You get um, you get most of them, and then they're gonna keep putting them out. But keep putting oh, yeah. them out because. 
Um, and I, They're honestly I, great. And I did find that the paid content it seems like more work went into them. But that could be that they've been at it longer and they've been learning, you know, as they went. I played the, um, hmm. so they have a Babylon one and a Shangri-La one. And I played both of those, like, single player to mm-hmm. kind of see what they were like. And, like, dude, the Babylon one is really gorgeous. Like, hmm. these this whole Greek scape and stuff. It's really, really pretty. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Shangri-La one, but the other ones are good. And what's cool about this is, like, you really actually only need one person in your party to own the DLCs and then everybody can do like a guest pass of it. Mm-hmm. And cause that's what initially like brought the whole thing out of the radar for Emilio and I is that recycled had the DLC packs. And so we played the Candyland one, uh, which is called sweet topia. And that was a DLC one. But since recycled had it, Emilio and I were both able to be like a guest in it. However, we're not able to collect the secret balls. So if Sons you want, if you want all the balls, you're gonna have to pay. Yeah, you need it's, all the you balls. You gotta pay, and what what can you get for fifteen dollars? All the balls. This That's might be my favorite VR DLC. game. I this is actually becoming one of my favorite VR yeah. games too, because I also see the potential of being able to play a private game up to five of your friends and having a fucking amazing yeah. time. Like this is super fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying this game a lot. This is really bumping up there with fucking Demio for me, man. Which you know that is high praise. Yeah. So, but you know what? I'm just going to lead right into this because speaking of having a good fucking time, y'all have got to try the good time garden. This, is this what you've been talking about? This game. I, this game is stupid and I love it. I love everything about this game. <laughs> it is re- fucking ridiculous. It came out in 2019. It's not even a new game, but it's free and it's so short. It took me like 20 or 30 minutes to beat this game, but it's amazing. It's like the dark side of Rick and Morty and like the savageness of some of the shit in Rick and Morty mixed in an adventure time world. Like, mm. and so you are running around as this little weird turn up looking dude with a tiny little baby dick, like gathering things. <laughs> and like, it, it drew me in by like the scene right now that we're looking at, which is like I said, you're like this weird looking turn up head root. I don't even know how to really describe him, uh, but he's got a little tiny penis and you're running around and like, it just smacks these two looking things to the titties. And what happens in this game is when you do that, all of a sudden, like the ground cracks and you hear, ooh. And then, like, these two creatures <laughs> pull up and they're hugging and they're uh. like, ooh, it's so fucking weird. This game is so weird, but it is so short. And it's definitely, they describe it as like a short, surreal experience. And I could not agree more. It is, it is dark. out there. You can it tell. It is funny. It is out there. It's hilarious. It's a short game. It's easy, but it is such a weird creative like spin into a video game that is just it's fascinating and it's hilarious like you walk on these lily pads to this frog that has all these titties and she's just <laughs> fucking berating you the entire time you're walking around she's like look at this little dick man look at his little little, little penis what are you doing get over here like it's so fucking funny like <laughs> like i it sounds said very rick and morty it, that's what i yeah, say yeah. it's got like the kind of savageness and like the funny fourth wall breaking and like just like silly and humor of rick and morty but in a very like ooh weird like adventure time mr lemon kind of fucking vibe too like guys have you played uh accounting on vr no oh yeah it's made by the um the guys justin Rowland. yeah it's, yeah it's them um i think we did did they do it before rick and morty bobby or after do you know i can't remember but either way yeah it's more savage than rick and morty it's crazy it's like a trip it's like this in vr 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, Adam, weren't you were telling me about um, counting plus? I think. Yeah. That is it. Oh, okay. There was a. All right. Yeah. There was something else that was like Rick and Morty, but they were able to be free instead of like yeah, confined yeah, yeah. to the expectations yeah, of the fans. Other show. Oh yeah, his other show. Nice. Yeah, yeah and, and that's free too. Accounting Plus is free. Accounting Plus is free. I think Fuck so. yeah. All yeah. right, I'll have to check that out. Because yeah, I mean, but this game, The Good Time Garden, like... I'm gonna I wouldn't, play it. I wouldn't say it like okay. So it's a good time as a player, but you know everybody in that garden is not having a good time, and I think that was on <laughs> fucking purpose. No, that but that's part of the game. Like that's yeah, it's th- this game. I'm serious, you guys. Please, it's free. It's the weirdest fucking indie game you'll probably play, and you'll probably laugh your ass off the whole fifteen twenty fucking minutes it'll take you guys to that's play this short. game. It's so short. Oh. It, you have five tasks. You have five things. You you have to do and then it's done and this game was just like whoa what the fuck i've never played anything like this you guys definitely should because it's just it's funny like it's fucking hilarious i love this game it's great Sounds good. and it's easy but it's so good definitely do it i yeah. wonder what goes into a decision of being like uh this is gonna be free i guess when it's only 20 minutes long like you got to right yeah but yeah but how do you how do you like is this a passion project or someone it's got to be a passion project it's got to be like somebody ate a bunch of fucking mushrooms went to bed had the craziest fucking dream and just decided to turn it it into a video game yeah Yeah, like that's that's totally what this feels like too dude because the amount of times you're walking around smacking titties and ass and like it's just weird shit it's great that thing it's had great. a butt on the front. Yeah, it has, yep, it has <laughs> front butts, dude, and it's just it's weird. This game is super weird and it's amazing. I love it. I love it. What By it, Will Todd and James what was his name? Kaboot, I thought. Carbutt, car yeah. Carbutt. <laughs> car that makes sense. There's a lot of butts in this game. You guys are gonna enjoy it. Another I weird highly game. recommend. Another weird game is Binding of Isaac. What happened with that? <laughs> <laughs> dude. I've what never heard of that game, Emilio. We're moving on. It's weird, though. Saltzman, and this is Final it, Fantasy VII Remake whoa. Intergrade. Or whoa, at the very least, it's... Uh, and, yeah, that's for later, Bobby. Okay. Yeah. Wrong link, Bobby. <laughs> um, so, dude, uh, I mean, this is really section towards Emilio. And I what'd, guess you, what'd you accomplish? I have beaten the beast with a fourth character now. Who is the Damn. hardest boss? Yeah. Um, is that the side scrolling one? The beast? Yes, that's the side scrolling one. Okay. And man, like, it's gotten to the point where, like, me and, so me and Leslie play together. Like, dude, I, I never played alone and she never plays alone, or at least I don't know if she does or not. I highly doubt she does. She does, but <laughs> <laughs> me and her play couch go up all the time. Jeez. No. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> it's gotten to the point where, like, we just feel it. We're like, you know what? Stop. This is the one. <laughs> we have we have like six items by the second floor. We're like, oh yeah, this this is it. It's warming this is up. Where we're it's going. warming up. It's warming up. I know the feeling, dude. And like, it, it was one of those moments where like Leslie was like, "I, you got this, Nicholas," because she died before like the beast fight, and oh you can't God, revive what? before it. You can't fuck and up I, once your girl says that, dude. You cannot fuck up. Right? She's and like dying with like at seven you. hearts. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I am the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. but it, um, I think what's the, the fucking craziest part about this game is like most people would get to that point and be like, I'm done. I'm like, I have 18 other characters to do this with now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's a weird game to explain people. It's almost a lifestyle, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Uh, Adam, if you're going to take away one thing from this game, 
play by an Isaac. It, it's, it's an interesting game. So, uh, it's very, very hard. Every single time you play it, it's different because it's randomly generated every time you play. Um, the bosses are not randomly generated. Uh, so they, um, they stay the same. What? So I think, I think the only time that they're not randomly generated is, so there's one character that always gets the, um, like the horseman people. And then there's another oh. character. I think the first time you ever play, you always fight. Um, what's that guy with the the cleft lip? Monstro. You always Monstro. fight Monstro like uh, the first time you play around. I think so. I see. But generally, you're you're playing as a baby that's running from his mother, who's trying to kill him because she watched too many Christian podcasts, and so she thinks she's got to kill her kid. He already now. loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's so blasphemous, dude. So you, you get to shit. You get to poop and pee. Yeah, and you're fighting. Stuff. You're fighting poops and pees with what? Your tears, because you're a baby. You're crying. You're shooting things with your tears, and it's very, very, very hard. Um, but once you do these hard things and you fucking find it like he's talking about like you get a really good run and all the randomization and your skill come together and you finally did what you did you're like let me try it with this other character this other baby and then you have another baby and then the game is trying to get everything done with all these different babies and literally if this is my desert idol game i could play this for eight thousand hours probably I would, I would agree with you with that. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely the desert island game. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's insane. I didn't know this, right? So there are people who do completionist runs with Isaac, right? Yeah. And they, um, and I watched a couple of them. They will play the game, pick up certain items and do certain things and uh, like unlock certain items in order. So it's more often that they get items in particular. Does yeah, that yeah, make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, no, I, And so like I have a people friend that unlock tech X like immediately. People unlock brimstone, like all these things. And so like, you're like, why the fuck is this dude getting tech X like three runs in a row? Because it's and the only thing find, he's unlocked. And then, yeah, you find out that they're like playing a certain way that you've never even heard of. Yeah, there's strategies yeah. to the whole thing. But yeah, you can yeah, see this the game, video. This it's game's fantastic. awesome, man. It's yeah, awesome. Uh, okay, what else do we got on the board here? Oh, I guess I'll just go right into Final Fantasy VII. We already got the video up. I beat it, guys. I beat it. Yeah. Uh, I was off for a week. See, look at you, dude. You're you're accomplishing the shit that you set out and that you said you're going to do. Hell yeah. I'm proud yeah. of you. Fucking Hell killing yeah. it. Um, so I found out why it's called Integrate. Final Fantasy Remake Integrate. Because they integrated a DLC secretly that um the playstation people didn't get Ooh. so you get a whole four or five that's what i'm playing here you Whoa, get to play, you no get, way yeah you get to play as this also other character yuffie and she comes into town and she has her own story arc that happens at the same time as the other story arc um but you i had no idea there's no they don't talk about her she does not come up until after you beat the game they're like you download you you unlock the Ufi DLC. So then you get to start playing that. So there's like four, four or five hours, uh, depending on if you play completionist. But yeah, no idea that you got this other game, you know, you're playing in the same areas, but you're playing a completely different character that plays completely different from the other four characters that oh, you got to cool. play. So for, you know, like I had, 
the the surprise was really the coolest part about this. Like, how often in video games now is there something that you didn't read about online somehow, you know? And I was looking shit up for this game, like a, a good amount, and I never f- knew that I was going to get this. Uh, so that was cool. Um, That's amazing. All all things considered, I give probably Final Fantasy VII a strong recommendation, probably like a 9 out of 10. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I is also, it better than the original, do you think? It, it's so hard to... Dude, I was a different person. Uh, gaming was a different uh, industry at the time. It's so hard to say that anymore. It's a different game, you know? Like, fucking... Who knows? Who knows? It was top-tier graphics the first time around. It's top-tier graphics second time around. It's um, innovative gameplay the first time around. It's innovative gameplay the second time around, but the whole checkerboard has been moved 30 years or 20 years, whatever it is, into the future. So it's just hard to say, but uh, they're comparable, and that's saying a lot. Um, I also beat Halo Infinite. So right after I was done with this, um, I started playing that. Do, do I have a link for it? It doesn't really matter. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I, I just stick to my, what I said about Halo Infinite. Half of the game happens, um, on the ring or the Halo where it's like outdoors and you're like driving ATVs and tanks and having a good time in the outdoors. And it's, it's fun. Uh, the, the action parts, you know, it's the gameplay loop is really fun. Shoot run out of bullets, pick up this alien gun, shoot until that runs out of bullets, kill another alien, pick up his gun. And there's like 40 guns. And it's just really fun. You're, you're Spider-Manning around cause you got this grappling hook and you're, you feel like Superman. It's, 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 it's fun. The gameplay loop is good. What, where this game, um, let me down was half of the game is inside of these like, they're basically memory core things. Yeah. They're like the bad guy spaceship dungeon things. They're like their buildings, the alien buildings, every single half of the game, whatever it is, 40 hours to beat, 30 hours to beat. half of the game is inside of these things. They all look exactly the same. It's just black metal. Everything's black metal. The crates that every you hide behind are black metal. It's just, it just gets, so repetitive. The, the environments, the, like I said, the shooting and the, the killing and the guns, all fun. I just wish it happened in a more fun environment than angular walls and just the same thing. I had a blast when I was playing out in the wilderness, you know, cause you could go fucking jump in a tank and, uh, you could, uh, grapple hook into a vehicle. So you'll grapple hook a vehicle. You'll pull yourself towards it, kick the driver out, take over the vehicle, and then fucking start fucking people up in that vehicle. But there's none of that inside of the inside of the buildings. There's no vehicles in the buildings. It's just like hallways and shooting. And hallways and shooting. Yeah, that's that's all it is. It's on Game Pass. It's free on Game Pass. Play it if you want. The first like twenty percent of the game is all in the outdoors and it's really fun. And then you start and you go into your first like building and you're like oh this is weird and mysterious and then there's like 40 more buildings and they're all exactly like the first one i'm like that's where it really lost me yeah it's it a lot of people complained about the multiplayer aspect but i complained about exactly what you're talking about it's just like all right cool i'm in the forest again all right cool i'm in this weird place with all the same kind of technologies and stuff like can we change it up a little bit yeah 
And their whole shtick was like, oh, we have all these varied enemies, you know, all these different boss fights. And it, it really couldn't make up for it. Oh, last, when you said boss fights, it's going to remind me of one more thing about uh, Final Fantasy VII. Why I couldn't put it down until I was done. The last 10, 5% of the game is all boss fights. It is like. Is it? Boss fight, boss fight, boss fight, boss fight. And I'm not complaining. This is awesome because different environments, different bosses. And in Final Fantasy VII, every bad guy you fight is its own puzzle. It's not just quick reflexes and all this stuff. You have to figure out its weak point and all this stuff. And so I went from fighting something on a freeway and then I went to a different dimension and then I'm fighting fucking <laughs> elementals from different fucking, I don't know, some giant elemental. And he, every time he makes these fucking giant things, he's losing part of himself. So as long as I keep fighting these bosses, he's getting smaller and smaller. And then eventually a big one falls and then Sephiroth comes out and you go to fucking fight Sephiroth, dude. And every fight is like, if you don't die, it's 20 minutes. It's fucking, it was a great time. It was a great time. Yeah, it's all stupid comic book child manga shit, but fucking I gobbled it up. It was so good. Uh, yeah. What else? Are we, where are we at on our list, Bobby? Are we done? Yep. That's everything. Cool. <clears throat> nice. So it's time for listener questions. We got quite a few here, quite a few from Orconius. So we're, we'll, uh, we'll do a speed round with those. He's got a lot of hypotheticals, it looks like. Uh, first one's from Kegs. What is a must-play game from the PS1 era and earlier? Um, sorry if this was previously asked. I don't think it was. PS, you know, Are you, we're generally I, I, like PC gamers, right? So, but I did have the PA, PS1. Bobby did not have the PS1. Where were you I on did. the whole console I jump had, over? Yeah, so like I, I started actually on consoles for a long time. I have on. Embarrassingly enough to admit, have not been a PC gamer that long in comparison to probably you guys. I mean, I remember the first PC we had was like on Windows 95, so we had it, but it was a super religious setting, so it was all like the Garden of Eden and Jesus shit. So it was not the same as like most PC gamers. So instead, like the first kind of gaming console that I had was the Sega Genesis, and all my friends had Super Nintendo. Uh, entertainment systems and so i played a lot of off of that like holy shit sonic like sonic was great i thought the lion king game was amazing on on the genesis uh, yeah. as well like lion king was super fun i love tetris on it as well and then like obviously with super mario and a lot of amazing i remember playing duck hunter that was a great game too you know on that but um i don't know my my brother had a playstation and from the nintendo series like i went to xbox and so i was always more of an xbox player and that kind of evolution not playstation but my cousin had playstation and we played a lot of final fantasy 7 which was fun and so i was kind of familiar with final fantasy 7 and um i remember playing a lot of like harvest moon but on the game boy not on playstation but i know that it, they came out with their own on that one and so I don't know. To me, like a must play game from the PS1, the one that sticks out the most to me is actually like, ironically enough, Adam and I have a mutual friend, uh, Kevin, who would always play like the Silent Hill and horror games. And mm. I, Silent Hill. I cannot play scary games. I am such a scary, scaredy little bitch about that. And you guys know that, but like, I love watching them. And a lot of that is because it brings me back to PlayStation one and the original playstations and like seeing my friend Kevin play the silent Hill series. Mm -hmm. And I loved that series. I loved watching it and I actually went to 
um, the place, I think it's called Centerville in Pennsylvania. Cause I wanted to go to the Yingling brewery and they have the place where they filmed the silent hill movie that is actually really close to where that brewery is. And I went there and apparently they still someday, unfortunately the day that I visited, they didn't have it, but some days because there was a huge coal mine underneath that went through a massive amount of fires, the ground will still uh it is it's centralia yeah so centralia is the place where they filmed the silent hill movie Mm. and on certain days you can actually still see the ground will steam that's coming still from fires burning deep in the coal mines to this day and it's a very creepy place because almost nobody lives there and so i drove by well, no, but like a, but like a creepy paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a very creepy paradise. And it feels very like Silent Hill vibes. And yeah. so it almost can feel, and you could totally see why it was such a great place to film Silent Hill because like it, they had this really old fucking church there that was in Silent Hill. And like that is really fucking spooky. And it was also really cool to drive by and like nobody be there and nothing be there. And there's Weird. just like sides of a road that is just graffiti and it has been left to like nothing. But it, it's because I, I loved watching the silent hill series and silent hill starting on ps1 like that's the game to me that really sticks out if you can handle a horror game fuck yeah that's a the great must answer. play is silent hill that's a great answer yeah the whole like the the mechanic where there's obviously mist throughout the whole game but you the can, ash you can yeah. tell when the bad oh is it ash yeah a lot of it was ash because it was burning but in real life they have like the but, steam yeah. coming but like yeah in silent hill it was ash because it was burning forever you know um, you can tell when the enemies are close because the static from the radio. Yeah. So, but you didn't know what direction. So it added this whole other level of like, you know, when you're going to be in trouble, possibly. Yep. You know, but not always. They really, st- I, yeah, I think around that era is when they definitely really started doing that of having so many different environmental things cue you that a battle was coming up. Mm-hmm. A lot of times games have that with music, but like to have such an environmental element of that is cool to have as well. And so, yeah, I think it was, I agree. Like it was really, really pronounced in, in Silent Hill kind of paved the way. Maybe, maybe that's a jump, but maybe they paved the way to a lot Could of other be. games doing that. Yeah. Bobby, I, I forget. I know you did your roundup of like video game uh, movies, but what wasn't Silent Hill your favorite out of everything you've watched? Yeah, it was one of the better ones. It, it's one of the ones that a lot of people like yeah. the most when it comes to. It definitely scared the fuck out of me when I watched it, man. Like, there's a specific scene that involves like Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good off of this. I don't want to watch this anymore. This is scary. <laughs> I will uh, say, if anybody is in bum fuck pennsylvania and is close to centralia pennsylvania you should go check it out just for the ghost town feel alone but understanding that that's where they film silent hill is a whole yeah. nother level of appreciating that Damn. random ass fucking nowhere place yeah because it is it's in the middle of nowhere <laughs> um i'm not gonna say that this was um this is like must play but uh, i will tell you like a game that hardly anybody played me and my friends enjoyed the fuck out of it and it was way ahead of its time um it's called holy war unholy war and um every time we talk about the ps1 we talk about it anyway it's uh a asymmetrical uh arena battler i guess you pick your alien they pick their alien and then you play on this asymmetrical map and um you just duke it out and you guys have completely different abilities it's almost like playing a ram with one character uh but it's not hmm. yeah and yeah so you you 
Yeah, look at this. We have we're watching a a spaceship fight a guy who's has a whip. <laughs> and so the game is and you, one player is playing one guy and the other guy is playing the other guy. But the thing is it's like nowhere near Street Fighter where you guys are at least on the same spectrum. You're both humans. This is like completely different. I kept playing this um Gremlin type guy. Um it might be that guy right there. I'm not sure. Um yeah, it's that guy. He lays eggs and he has a 50% chance of cloning himself and um so if you clone yourself your enemy has your opponent has to beat you twice and so you just keep so i I run around the map and just lay eggs while my friends were fucking all duking it out and then i'd have this small army (laughs) yeah a bunch of fucking babies out there it was great man this this was way like i said like can you guys see like proto mobia moba here you're like vastly yeah i can yeah vastly different characters PS1 time. Nice. Super cool. Yeah. You just there's one person in existence that still loves this game. Yeah. And he's like, I've been validated. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, for game. me, it's it's Metal Gear Solid one. Um like classic. If you want to see where it all came from and it all started, that that's where it's at. Um the story is amazeballs. Um the gameplay is really good for its time. Like it was revolutionary. Um, but yeah, no, definitely Metal Gear Solid one. Is that, is that the guy who's in charge now that the super famous guy that I can't think of his name right now? Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Was he in charge of that project? Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. gotcha. He was even in charge. He was also in charge of the Game Boy games. All like right. he, there's two Game Boy games and then like the rest was on like PlayStation exclusives essentially. And, uh, yeah, he was in charge of that. He took care of everything. It's arguably some like the best writing and in video games, in my opinion. So check it out. Yep. Nice. What about you, Bobby? Uh, I never had a PS One. Never really played it either. I was so. trying to think what the what does that era mean though on Nintendo? What was it? Was it Super it's Nintendo PS One at the same time? Yes. So Super Nintendo came out, I believe, Before. a tiny bit after PS One. But let me check. Really. Yes, Super Nintendo. Huh. But still, this would be the era of like Doom, StarCraft, Half Life, uh, on PC gaming. It's late nineties. It's late nineties. Yeah, yeah. So I had what's a your favorite late nineties game? A late nineties. I don't know. It's hard to say that it's must play because a lot of those games are old, and you go back to them, and they just feel so dated. Um, even the ones that I love. Uh, I'll just say a really good strategy game from the late nineties, star Wars rebellion. You can find that actually for free online. It's on, um, I can't remember the name of the website, but there's one that just lets you download games for free and it's completely legal because some games, because the license, um, is not owned by anyone anymore. Uh, You can just get them for free. And this is one of those games. And, The people have like mods out there to upgrade it and get it to work better and even get the multiplayer working. Christian and I actually played it, I don't know, like a year or two ago. Had a good time with it, but God, I used to spend so many hours. It was an extremely long game. Even back in the day, I would play multiplayer with someone and it was just like, we'd play four hours and then we'd we'd say, okay, let's take a break. And like maybe a couple of days later, we'd meet up again, set it up and continue the same game. It was basically like playing Risk. It was just such Mm. a large game. But yeah, Star Wars Rebellion. Nice. Um, kind of a hidden gem. All right. What do you ne- call it? So after fact-checking, 
I'll tell you what was competing with the PlayStation 1 in its era. Sega Saturn and Nintendo 64. Yeah, right. Super Nintendo Saturn. was three was three years before the um PlayStation 1. God Gauntlet on Nintendo. Yeah, I loved the Gauntlet. Oh my god. I loved that game so much. So <laughs> good. Blue Wizard <laughs> needs help. Yeah. <laughs> which, Red Knight cool needs food is badly. Recently, I actually went to Dallas, uh, Texas to hang out with Tagloro and we went to a cidercade. It was like, uh, I think it was like Bishop Cider was the people that owned it, but there's cidercades kind of around Texas. There's one in Austin. So for DLG con, we could actually go there. Uh, but the one in Dallas, they had a gauntlet. Uh, arcade version so like four people could play different characters on gauntlet and yeah dude it brought me right the fuck back to nintendo 64 mm-hmm. playing gauntlet i loved it it was perfect it was a perfect transition to like an arcade game it was great it's too bad that remake wasn't any good yeah it's agreed, yeah, agreed. Man. I, me and all my friends got real sweaty about it and then we saw it and like it came out we we're like mm, never mind we're good we can yeah. <laughs> we can go away now all right, next question from False Josiah. What game have you bought the most copies of? I have helped Concerned Ape out by buying Stardew Valley for me, my wife, and my brother, and also a copy for my for my Xbox and my wife's Switch. Easily Cyberpunk. I bought people for their birthday or whatever, Cyberpunk pre-order. Like, I pre-ordered it. I bought Chad one. I bought JP Diddy one. Um, I think I sent one more out to a... a one of the one of the listeners, so yeah, that's like fucking two hundred forty bucks of games that fucking flushed right down the toilet, uh, like at launch. And that, that fucking sucked, but um, yeah, that's my I, answer. For me, it's uh, Warhammer Space Hulk two. Hmm. Um, I bought fourteen copies of it because instead of being twenty seven dollars, it was forty two cents. On a uh, on I remember you saying so, that. Yeah, that's cool. And I I just gave away copies to a bunch of people. I'm like, here, here, take this, let's play. All right, here, take this. And like, I ended up playing like about eight hours of that game, and I'm like, that was the greatest six dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty but nice. It's pretty good. Yeah, for me, I, uh, it's a lot of Demio. I was passing out Demio like a lonely fucking dude passes out singles at a strip club, dude. Like I. I can't even tell you how many people I bought that game for. It's a lot. Like, I I love that game. And it's nice because it was kind of like one of those things where it was like, I love this game so much, I'm going to buy a bunch of this game for the other people so that way I always have people to play this game with me. <laughs> totally. But, Welcome like, to my a lot of people loved it. Yeah, like, a lot of people loved it. Demio is a great game. And, like, I am i don't regret a damn thing because it was great buying so many of those copies for people. They deserve it. That was a good game. Hmm. I don't think I've ever bought multiple copies of a game i mean back in the day steam used to do this thing where you could buy like three packs four packs of games especially on multiplayer games i remember buying a two pack of uh portal 2 and splitting it with chad i remember buying a four pack of dead island and uh splitting that amongst my friends but you know i don't know if that really counts Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah i have a burrito burrito time Oh um, yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I feel like games like WoW when they come out with a new expansion you're basically just paying for the game again and also um like uh, Call of Duty like you're buying oh, the same yeah. game every year or two. Uh so I don't know maybe WoW would be my answer. 
Call of Duty. Daisy's Modern- like, you speak the truth. I was just going to say, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 coming out in October. Guess who's probably getting it? This bitch. <laughs> so right, though, every time, dude. And we just we just keep going. Please take my money and give me the same shit for the last 20 years. <laughs> dude, it's so crazy that they lost 50 million con- like concurrent players in like a matter of two months. Wasn't it? Was it through Cold War? It was through Cold War. It yeah, was Cold like War was last a year. steaming pile of shit. Cold War was shit. Come fight me. It's it like, sucks. <laughs> I mean, they're all shit. It's just one's more diarrhea than the other. So it's, it's, I, I don't know. I think there's, I mean, there's an expiration date on that. And it does depend. If you can get in with your homies, then like it, it prolongs the life, right? But if you're playing with randos, yeah. then you've got maybe like a match and you're like, fuck this game. <laughs> so, I, I think. Yeah. I think Call of Duty and same thing with Battlefield, they both need to turn the speed just like 30% down because if you ever play like the original Modern Warfare 1 and you play it now, and I'm I'm sounding like an old ass man, like it's true first, damn it. It it sounds like you need to get some Adderall, then you solve your problem. I'm just kidding. I'm not condoning that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got a guy. That's what you got to, yeah, that's what you got to compete with. (laughs) Just uh, do better, Nick. <laughs> but it, uh, it, like, I've played those games, like, since I was a wee lad, since three, and I can still play them, and I do really well still. You've been playing but, Call of Duty since you were three years old. No, since. I meant to say, like, I think, no, since, Call no, I mean, oh, Call of Duty 3. I was Call like, Call of Duty 3. I was like, I don't need Sniper here to call bullshit on that. <laughs> I was a wee child. Yeah. <laughs> I can kill a noob on search and destroy. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> no. uh, Call of Duty three. Oh, that's good. But yeah, it was so. Yeah, I started playing Call of Duty three, and like I said, I can still play it. But dude, it is so like it always comes down to you got to play with this gun and you got to play with these perks because everyone else is, and so you're essentially playing like. The same, this, this, just the same as everyone else. Yeah. Like when you watch professional games, like there's maybe two guns that they're using. They're all using the same perks. Like it, it's just like, how is this any sort of variation or like, in, like it's not interesting to me, I guess you can say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because the meta has been established because, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of variation yeah. there. Like yeah. when you played when you played Black Ops One, everyone is either using the FAMAS or the fucking AK seventy four U. That's it, and it, it was just it's just, it's it's the same thing now. You play Warzone or you play whatever, everyone's playing with the same gun, so it's it's kind of annoying to be honest. Hmm. All right, what else is Warconius curious about? Uh, well, this is Warconius's first question here. Uh, hypothetical: You get seven tries to sink a three pointer. If you do, you win three million dollars. If you don't, in ten tries, you spend a year in prison. Do you take the challenge or pass? Seven tries to land. Make a three pointer. No, I can do it. I'll do it. Wait, Easily. seven tries. But if you don't do it in ten tries. Then you get to spend a year on vacation reading and getting fucking swole. Yeah, no, that's really downplaying what life is like in prison. But <laughs> I would definitely do it. I would definitely try. Yeah, I think 10 tries. I can do life it in prison. That is rough. A year man. in prison. 
a year. year. Oh yeah, not life. Oh yeah, that'd be terrible. It'd be different. Yeah, no, that's a, that's definitely a that's million. a totally different world. These are good. Like I like the three million versus the one year. That's it's good. It's not like crazy amounts. Like these are no. Th- this could happen. This is a good I don't know, man. Rather, yeah. I'm terrible at sports. So <laughs> really, yeah, really bad. Damn. Like, well, you're really good at uh, arm wrestling. Yeah, that's move. one. I'm picking yeah, up a strength thing, not a fucking skill yeah, thing. I pick up rocks really well. <laughs> Take them up hills. Whatever, whatever needs to be done that way. But yeah, put a ball through a hoop. Not my thing. So I don't know. I don't know. This is a tricky one because you got to also think about you're going to be nervous. Like if I fuck this up, I'm gonna go to jail. You know what I mean? So you gotta add the nerves. Nah, I'm just gonna smoke a joint, and fucking land it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love the confidence. It. It's a, that's the Aries in me. I'm like, I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking do it. And if I don't, well, then you know what? I'll become a leader in in prison. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'll well, get it. What about you, Bobby? Three million after taxes is not that much. <laughs> I mean, is this being paid out over time? Because that could really affect it. Honestly, I, I don't feel like I don't know. I, do you remember that show, Arrested Development? I don't know if you guys yeah, watched that. It's an old one. Yeah. A great, great show. But the dad gets arrested. He goes to prison and, um, the son goes and visits him and he's like completely enjoying himself. He's playing like softball, making friends with people in there. And his son's like, dad, you're doing time. And he says, I'm doing the time of my life. <laughs> and yeah. that's kind of how I feel like prison would be for me. I'm just like, what? All my work responsibilities and that, all my other obligations, fucking editing this podcast every single week, don't have to do that anymore. Like, oh Bobby's like, God. I get to eat bologna every day? <laughs> and just, dude, not all you bad. do is just gym, tan, and I mean, you not, you might get assigned laundry duties, but like, probably not. But you could just fucking read. I'm with you, Bobby. I feel yeah. like, all right, cool, a year of a break? One of my fucking cool, sweet. Pretty much <laughs> like being on lockdown, but... Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, it is a lockdown just establishment. A, just a lot more group showers. Yeah. One of my coworkers did 15 years, and he, I asked Jeez. him everything. And he's like, yeah, there's people that just play Magic the Gathering all day. There's people that play D&D all day. I'm like, it's time to start robbing banks. Really? <laughs> or you could try. You could take 10 tries to win $3 million with a three-pointer. Yeah. <laughs> so do you change yeah. your answer then? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Do it? Maybe. If we I mean, convince you to go to prison. No. <laughs> Kidding, don't. I think I have the best shot out of all of us. So you played basketball for six years, yeah. Oh shit! Well, I don't then, yeah, that. that's an easy. When I was from ten to sixteen, <laughs> I'm such a shitty uncle, dude. I didn't even know that. I never went to. Any dude, I played games. football, basketball, baseball, ultimate frisbee. Like, and like, I even golfed one year. That was terrible. Okay, kind of don't get, down don't get fat kids golf clothes. He started off with some work. real sports, and then he got to ultimate frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little less cool on those ones. That's why he led with the real sports. <laughs> next up. <laughs> uh, next question from Orconius. Steam back in the day was a pain in the ass. As a PC gamer, I hated it initially. Now I couldn't imagine not using Steam. What are your top five features out of the following? Achievements, profiles, marketplace, workshop, virtual local play, big picture, Steam OS, streaming, Sales, voice chat, and cloud save. Fuck, you're gonna read a question. Jesus Christ. Cloud save is huge. Yeah. Cloud uh, save's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, p- big picture, I feel it's kind of like ham fisted. I don't know why. It's like you click it and then it just takes over everything and then it goes into its own resolution. I get it, like why you have to do it that way, but 
I don't know why it seems like I'm playing. It turns it into a console, basically. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it wasn't that the reason why it was even invented. It was like Steam was trying to get onto that Stadia thing or whatever it's called. And like, yeah. no, it was out uh, way before Stadia. Yeah. I think was it's it? just if you wanted to connect, uh, your, you know, your PC to like your TV and try and emulate the console experience of like sitting on your couch and playing mm-hmm. a game like the weird hats fight game that I put on the, on the radar. Like they recommended that you use a controller that probably would actually be really good with big picture and like sitting on your couch doing remote play with one of your friends. Like that's a, an instance where I could see that being actually very beneficial and nice for me. I love, Oh my God. I love the uh, discovery queue because nowadays mm. my discovery queue Fucking wild. Dialed in. It is a Dialed wild, wild, wild. It's a West. mix of VR sex games <laughs> and other VR games. So it, it is a mix of VR games, sex games, and weird indie games. <laughs> and I am the That's happiest. That's how you found that last it. one. That That's how just... I found that Garden of Pleasure, yeah. dude, because it was like, hey, you, you like. The tales and treasures of Nadia. You like weird shit, like bag inside of a bag of milk inside of a bag, a bag, a bag, a bag, a bag, whatever the long fucking run of this. Here, try the pleasure garden. And I was like, wow, this is, this is incredible. And so I love my discovery queue. I love that they have that. I think that's great. I think that's really cool for gamers as well, especially when you start curating, like a lot of the games that I've been playing because of VR have been free. So what lately my discovery queue has been, has been a shitload of weird free games and that i think is so much fun and so awesome for like a gamer to get to a point where like an algorithm is really catering towards what you like with video games is it big brother yes yeah but are you happy about it yeah you know deep down inside you're happy about it because it makes shit more convenient kind of easier for you and you're like you know what i do like that kind of game thank you for showing me the same kind of game but different. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. I do like nice. slapping titties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like slapping titties. Hey, nothing's like Nadia, right? <laughs> I finally found her treasures. Adam, I like Happy. somebody that like probably doesn't know too much about like Steam and all that. What? I, here? Okay. Um, but. <laughs> all uh, right. So, so Steam, right? It's where all the PC gamers get their games. If you own a game and I give family share out, th- this is the best one probably for me. The family share, yeah. To, to one of my friends, they can play all the games that I own on their computer at home as long as I'm not on Steam at that time. So basically, if I spend a shit ton of money and my friend does not or whatever, and then I just give him access, then he can play Every game on my fucking, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like the old days where you could give each other cartridges. Yeah. It's like that, but you can't yep. play it because like you can't play it at the same time. Cause, Cause you no have cartridge. the CD. I know. Yeah. yeah. His list. I don't see steam family sharing, but that is a big part. That's a big one. Be on there. Huge perk. Other one is, uh, the remote play. So yes, games that are built for like couch co-op, you sit down next to each other and you play two. Um, a lot of the time that's because the developer is a small developer and they don't have time to do multiplayer because multiplayer is a giant thing. So Steam lets you pretend virtually that it tricks the game into thinking that person's right next to you when actually they're at their own computer. And mm-hmm. it, dude, so you can play like, uh, just to put it in perspective, Super Mario and like Luigi at the same time where, because it was only because 
uh, you'd be sitting next to each other, but now you're doing it virtually, but you're tricking the game into thinking that. And that's just free. You just get it. It's great. Yeah. I think that's part of what makes It Takes Two so incredible because that's another remote play game and that's the perfect game that is really like a co-op game that you would want to play with another person. And is it only so Couch Co-op? They have it. Uh, I just know that I've played it with remote play like every time I play it. Yeah. So I, it might not be only Couch Co-op. But oh, no. It's because that game in particular. That game, um, yeah. When you buy it, you can send another copy to one person, right? Ah, uh, okay. I think I was just doing remote play through Steam yeah, to play it, so, which is another way. But that either you way, can do it. but either way, yeah. For like, a game that you can only play couch co-op, I mean, you can only play with another player. You can't play single player. It's it's yeah, it's a godsend. It's that's so when good. yeah, the co-op play for Steam is. Just and when amazing. I say godsend I love it. with Steam, I mean Gaben, obviously. Yeah, all hail Gaben, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Anyway. So those are the big ones for me. And the curation, yeah. It, it's, it's just like, yep, these are all things. I like titties. I like, like, it's crazy. It's good stuff. Well, Bobby, your favorites? Uh, I mean, yeah, the usual stuff. The cloud save, the family sharing. Um, I mean, I always felt like Steam missed out on making some sort of social networking platform. They kind of have that in place with the activity. F- a feed, but yeah. I feel like they could have done so much more with it. They could have done something kind of like what Letterbox does for movies. They could have done that with video games. Mm-hmm. But, well, don't they during the curation curation tab where you like you review the things that you play and then your fr- your friends can read it, right? Yeah, but I I never really go out of my way to look at that. Um, if you look at a game's page it'll show you the reviews and your friends reviews will show up first so and it always says like oh your friend has this game these people have wish listed it so yeah there, there's some of that but there's not really a lot of um interaction between people i guess i'll say one more thing that we haven't talked about just because it's so nice you'll go into a game and you'll be like how's multiplayer and they work in this Click on multiplayer. I, I host. I get a IP address. I send you the IP address. You copy and paste that. I and then blah 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 blah. Or you go in Steam and you right click and say join game. Boom. Yeah. Or invite yeah, you're lobby. In. I remember playing Counter Strike and being like, okay, what server you on? I'm on Booger Pickers 37. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, booger Pickers gotta, or Booger you change your flingers. settings to this because I see a Booger f- Booger Flingers. There's no, a Booger, booger Pickers fling. 34. It's that one, right? <laughs> yeah. You're on Ice World, right? No, 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 no. no. I'm on Office. I'm on Office. Okay. It's like, dude. And now you're just yeah. like, right click, invite. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the chess FPS was like that. It was like kind of a hellscape to like maneuver through like joining a game and hosting one. Or I could just invite Emilio to lobby and now we could be shooting each other's pawns and queens with semi automatic guns. Like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> you get a I lot with Steam. You get a lot. You know what? I'm going to subscribe, unsubscribe from Xbox Game Pass. That's it. Yeah, I just really fell in love. <laughs> Xbox, you're not getting my money anymore. Yeah. Uh, next question from Orconius. I've noticed that games from Rockstar rarely get mentioned on the podcast. Rockstar is considered the best of the best. What do you guys Whoa. think of Bully, what L.A. Noir, GTA, and Red Dead as games and franchises? I want to. I kind of want to say something first. So I saw I saw something on Reddit the other day, like literally on Monday. It was like the last nine years of of a I mean of um of Rockstar, and then the nine years before that, and it's like mm. Rockstar released 
all these DLCs, like three GTAs and all this other stuff in a matter of nine years, I mean, a matter of nine years. And then the previous nine years that were like, we were currently experiencing now with like GTA five or whatever the fuck, it's just been GTA five. Mm. And that's like GTA in general, like red dead is an amazing game, but I think they're losing steam to be honest. Like everyone is like, cool. Another third person, you know, whatever the fuck. And that, and they're having to innovate so much that it's taking so long to come out the new game. And they, they realize now that they can just get money by re-releasing shit or just, yeah, like they're chasing the money, right? And so GTA online blew up unexpectedly because people started role-playing role-playing. Yeah. Yeah, People people started role-playing it. I love it. And then they're like, Oh, there's actually, you know, let's reinvest into what we already have going and make more money that way. So they started putting in more assets and selling those assets. And the RPG people fucking bought that shit up. And they were making way more money that than fucking how much work goes into a GTA game, dude. Dude, so, so much. So much. So much. When GTA 6 uh, fucking crash lands, it's, yeah. They're going to sell a zillion People, copies again. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be insane all over again. But you can't blame them for following the money. Following the money. Yeah. Yeah. They're a big AAA uh, company that this is, is like going to do that. Well, I was going to say, to me, it almost is having what I would call like the Bethesda effect, which is kind of falling short of its own expectation that it created. Right. So yep. like even Bethesda was kind of that big, enormous pillar that everybody would talk about. And lately it's kind of like the expectations for what it should be is excite is exceeding what they can handle. Right. Yeah. And so like Rockstar is kind of similar in that, in that way with some of the stuff they've created, but they've always been their own thing. Like I still don't feel like it's fair to compare them truly to Bethesda. I just think that it's like they have sorry, fallen short. Bethesda? Bethesda or Bethesda? It's Bethesda. <laughs> okay. Bethesda. <laughs> you're, the, you're the new Ray. We just can't say Bethesda. But, no, he was but Beth- He was Bethesda. Beth- <laughs> yeah. It's a, all right. You know what? Blame it on the fucking Midwest accent. All right. Okay. Okay there, bud. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, it's Bethesda. Bethesda. Don't it's you Bethesda. Know. Okay. Bethesda. No. <laughs> anyway. Your uncle, he works down there. Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're not even talking about Bethesda. I'm going to still call it that. Well, we're talking about Rockstar, but yeah. Same Tuesday with- or Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> Seeing Tuesday. Dude, my, my dad has been in this country for over 42 years. Still cannot say Tuesday and Thursday differently. Oh, I no. love him to death. But he's like, it's on Tuesday. I'm like, all right, dad. Tuesday or Thursday, and he's just like, Tuesday, I'm like, God damn it, this ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I do feel like um, with Rockstar, like, it's just, yeah, it is, it was considered the best of the best for the longest time, but, you know, it's it's fallen short, and it's just been kind of falling to the wayside and just in the background, uh, according to, or like, uh, compared to a bunch of other things. But They're still also making hand money for hand over fist yeah but i do like i know from experience that like the role-playing world is insane in these games like it is a whole thing dude like sometimes i really miss 
going back and just being like a cute, friendly fucking Canadian in Grand Theft Auto V's like online play or Red Dead Redemption. I did some of the role playing with Red Dead Redemption too, where I was just like an absolute fucking hobo, just like floating to different places trying to get myself like caught mm. so that way I could fuck with people trying to steal me, which was very fun. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's such a blast, but it's a whole thing. Like it's crazy because I remember with Grand Theft Auto V, like to get into a role playing server that wasn't even a big one it wasn't no pixel it was like one of the smaller tier ones like you have to apply, apply. you have to send in somewhat of a resume you have mm. to actually get vetted and like your story has to be on point you have to prove that you actually know how to maneuver through the world and play the game to a point where they can throw a shitload mm. of assets and different things at you and you'll be able to do it because you're not figuring out like how to drive and how to start a quest like you have to be good at the game and then come back and add on because they have all kinds of things that you're going to have to play like if you are role-playing a weed a weed dealer you're going to have to know in their modded version of grand theft auto how to grow marijuana package it because you will be doing that and then like selling little baggies to people on the street like it's a whole nother Mm. world so it's still thriving it's doing really well i'm still part of those discords and like people are like there's people role-playing a rapper in Grand Theft Auto 4 and are making YouTube music videos of their (laughs) rapping from the point of their character. Like, it's a whole different world that is still very, very much alive and very much thriving. It's just, we haven't been talking about it or fixated on it because in terms of the normal standard of uh, developing a game, coding it, creating it, you know, releasing it and then everybody playing it in its semi vanilla stance. Like that's just not the direction that I think Rockstar has really been going in lately with games specifically like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption, because the online and the role playing community has really, in my opinion, taken those games over. And like, that's where a lot of the focus is. I feel kind of bad too. I just uh, straight up with the games. Um, I think Ray got us me and Bobby a, a copy of Red Dead two each. And I like played it for like two awesome. hours, and I was like, "You didn't play it? I might have played it. You definitely off played of- it, dude. And not, not on Steam because they had their own launcher. Yeah, remember didn't they get rid of their launcher too? Yeah, they got rid of. The yeah, I, I think no. I remember he had two codes. I'm pretty sure he gave it to someone else. Oh, Maybe okay. Chi got it or something. But yeah, I, I mean, I knew I wasn't really going to enjoy Red Dead Redemption. I, I actually really Why? enjoyed Max Payne. Um, oh. I like that rock, uh, Max Payne three. But I, I didn't play a lot of uh the gta games like just those sandbox kind of games I, I i played a lot of the old gta's um especially gta 2 but because one you played through gta 5 no not through it no okay. I, I played a couple hours of it yeah but yeah i don't know but i like the i the i like that rockstar has the decency to release a game only when they're ready to release one, they don't yeah. just pump one out every so year agree. to like Activision yeah. or Ubisoft. Yeah. And the games that they do release, they allow modding, which gives them a much longer life and allows people to do things, you know, do things with them. And that's r- really when you get the lifespan out of a game. So even though it has been nine, nine years since GTA five released, I don't know if that's accurate. It's been a while, but don't forget that game is like, the all-time best-selling game ever, or like one of the yeah. top ones. Like it's, it's sold- I believe it's the the best-selling triple A game of all time. If you yeah. don't count Minecraft and like Tetris and stuff like that, it's yeah. like the number one selling like yeah. sixty-dollar game. Essentially, so I don't even know how many copies it sold, but it was like a record number and a, like a ridiculous amount. Like yeah. it was huge. 
So, you know, it probably deserves a nine-year lifespan. And when they come out with GTA 6, I just hope that they'll continue with their philosophy of allowing modding and, um, you yeah. know, more and of an open polished, approach. Do, and a polished product when they yeah. release yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. What's shitty about D- GTA 6 and then, like, people already shitting on it, dude? And so, like, this is going to be the first GTA where you can, like, the main character is going to be female. And people are like, I'm not going to play it. It's like, yeah, bro, they can go all the other GTAs have been bangers. Well, the last GTA had three main characters, so I don't know. But yeah, that, that sounds about right for uh, <laughs> yeah, the current state of things. Okay. Well, uh, from some of the people, but I think it's overdue. It's overdue. To fucking put, have a yeah. female character. And you know what? If like that bothers you, then cool. Don't play. Yeah. <laughs> Boo hoo. I'm Good sure luck. they'll be crying in their fucking stacks of money. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Comcast. It's like, oh, you're not gonna play a game, and they're just like rolling Good. in money. Yeah. Oh, Good man. luck not playing while the entire the rest of the world is like reviewing this the best game ever, the best selling game ever. I hope ever. so. I hope Are it's you, not a flop because that would be yeah. unfortunate, right? Like first time you play a female character in a in a GTA setting and it's <laughs> the shittiest game. That would be unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I hope that does not happen. Please don't do them dirty like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sure they know what they're doing. At the I agree. very worst it'll just be the same As old good. thing or nothing new. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And it'll still be good because it's been nine years since they released it, so people will probably be craving Dude, something new like that. Yeah, hardware so much for the long. All be beautiful. Too. Yeah. So it was September seventeenth, two thousand thirteen, is the GTA Five release date. So it's Ooh. almost been ten years. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last question from Zap: Has Game Pass devalued PC games for you? I was about to play Cult of the Lamb after hearing really good things about it, but discovered it's not on Game Pass, and now I'm no longer interested. Has this happened to you? No, I, I wouldn't say that it's lowered uh, the value of PC games, but it has shaken up the the value structure of the whole thing. Uh, Days uh, particularly has. Uh, several times been like this is a great game pass game but not a good 30 dollar game and yeah nailed it like uh there's a different um value exchange now where you're like uh what's the proposition here uh i i pay 30 dollars and there's a okay chance that i like it because i i like the screenshots and all that or i pay 14 dollars a month and i get all kinds of shit and I can try them all as much as I want or as little as I want or play the whole thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it just shook things up. It didn't devalue anything overall, I don't think. Although I will say that like Steam must be taking a hit on this, but we just went over all the things that Steam does so good. Sometimes it's worth it to pick up a game on Steam. Uh, Bobby, you had that experience on, um, Left for not Left for Dead, but the other one, Back for Blood. Back for Blood, right? I mean, that's a lot of games. The Xbox, what do they call it? Just Xbox on PC. Yeah, uh, it just does a really crappy way of dealing with friends and inviting to games, and it, yeah, yeah. The UI, it's a is UI shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, but I think it has changed people's perspective on games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, pricing with games, but that's always, dude, there's always something. When the free-to-play thing happened, and then, like, the fake free-to-play where, yeah, the game's free, but then you spend money on, like, uh, like pay-to-win things. Like, it's always been in flux, so I I don't know. And... <clears throat> 
segueing right into the end here next week i'm actually seriously looking at cult of the lamb i might pick that up i mean it's on steam it's on uh gog if you want to give the developers more money it's 25 bucks i I don't know kind of high but i i am very interested in that game so i picked it up and i still haven't played it and i'm probably gonna play it either tonight or tomorrow so okay i'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts on that yeah can you please google uh, Call to the Lamb Game Pass. Uh, maybe it's a delay. It's not, it's not on Game Pass. I, I know it's not on. Of the... I know it's not on right now. But is there a plan or anything like that? Do do they? Look, I don't know I if they would have sworn I read it. I don't know if they they wouldn't announce that right now the, because yeah. nobody would buy it. Yeah. If they the, knew it was coming uh, to Game the, Pass. the producers are saying that they have no plans in in the near future to add it to okay. Game Pass. All right. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. For me, like, in a way, when I first read this about devaluing PC games on a, in a Game Pass, I was kind of like, well, no, not, not at all. But I see what he's getting at that, like, Zap had said that he was about to buy this game on Steam. Um, well, he was about to play it, not buy it. Like, he was about to play it on Game Pass, but it wasn't, so he wasn't going to try that. I felt the same way when I went to go look at the quarry because I was like, oh, I really want to check out this game. But it's a horror game, so like I'm certainly not going to pay full price for a horror game because I am a scaredy bitch. So like I'm not, I know I'm going to play an hour max, like yeah. get terrified and not be able to play. But as a Game Pass game, that would be amazing. But it wasn't on Game Pass, so I was like, well, probably not going to end up playing it. But something that I love about Game Pass that has actually, and if anything, increased the value of PC games than anything, is the fact that as an indie game gamer. There are so many games that would have never been on my radar or I would have never played or even gotten if they weren't on Game Pass. Like, I think uh, there's a game called, I want to say, Blue Memoir or like As Dusk Falls was another one as well, where I would have never tried them on Steam, but I tried them on Game Pass and they were great. And then some games like Wasteland 3 like and uh, Weird West, yeah. I played them first on Game Pass and was like, these games are so fucking great that they deserve my money and I mm-hmm. want to have them for forever. So then I went on to Steam and bottom because i want the achievements i want the hours i want the things that are on there so it almost increased the value actually by being on game pass because game pass was the introduction to the game and certain ones where i was just like no i want this game permanently in my steam library it caused me to actually buy it even though i knew that it would be kind of silly to have doubled up but it's like you know i don't know if i'll have game pass for forever whereas i want this game for forever especially with like wasteland 3 and weird west i have both of them on game pass and steam and i bought them afterwards because i just was like they're fucking worth it um but i heard it i heard it uh the way that it's structured a different way and and it totally made sense to me so there's paid games there's free to play games there's and then there's game pass like what 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 is that called and it's subscription subscription games he called it uh risk-free Oh, okay. no you already know how much you're in for because you already paid the $14 for that yep. month. So it's risk free. You just download it, play it, see if you like it. So I really like that description of it. I'm a huge fan of having Steam games and Game Pass games. Yeah. Yeah, because some of the weirder small games on Game Pass have just been phenomenal, and I would have never tried them because they they'll be like twenty or twenty five bucks on Steam, and it's like I'm not going to try that. Yeah. But like on Game Pass, fuck yeah, sign me up, and then it's really interesting and cool. Yeah. All right. Well, what's everybody playing next week? Cult of the Lamb. Um, I really want to. Oh, well, I'm playing God of War as we speak, enjoying that right now, and I will be playing. Uh, I still have Life Alex. I still want to play that. 
Mm. Although um, my schedule is all mixed up now, so we'll see. We'll see what it's like. I, I think my gaming is going to go down considerably coming up. I think, unfortunately, well, definitely this week it's going to be. We're going to be playing uh, Google Earth VR, but instead of IRL. VR, IRL. Yeah, <laughs> like and going through, instead of flying through the Grand Canyon, we're just going to try and not fall off the side <laughs> of it. So, <laughs> so probably a lot of that, but I don't know. I was talking to Adam that, like, since we are going into the desert during the fucking summer and it's haboob and storm season, like, which, if you don't know what a haboob is, that is a real thing. Look it up. <laughs> you not going to be disappointed. But anyway, um, since we're doing that, we kind of figured that there might be some time. So like maybe now is the time to check out some more Nintendo Switch games. Or mm. I think I'll bring my VR and we'll play some different VR games. So that will be... Mm. I'm not entirely sure what just yet. So we're kind of going to go with the flow and see what games come up. Camel Packs nice. might be a good move. Camel Packs? Yeah, like Camel Packs. Backpacks. Oh. Camel Backs? Is that what they're called? They're Camel Backs, oh, yeah. Camel, yeah. Camel back. I already got one or an Osprey day pack. Mm. That's what I got. Yeah. Cool. It's nice. I did have a camel back before though. They're good. But yeah, I don't know. What about you, Nick? Uh Cult of the Lamb. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Probably Cult of the Lamb for me. Cool. All right. Uh speaking for Adam, uh, Nick, Bobby, Amanda, and myself. Cultish titties, everybody. Watch out. Cultist titties. They conglomerate. They, yeah, they'll make all of conspire. you come into the folds. <laughs> I like how we never introduced Adam, and yet you constantly refer to him during the show. Yep. We did, didn't we? <laughs> did yeah, we? you did. Yeah. Oh, we did. She said she was going to travel with him. Oh, okay. All right. I thought we were just... Well, Adam's reference. here. Oh, Adam's here. <laughs> 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 